Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He broke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Handy is straight up and Randolph ain't hip for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of the shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Hay would be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green, romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. Huh. What up, Dominique? Puerto Rico, suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico. Uh, Puerto Rico, suave. Hey, what's happening with y'all? Hey, hey, gang, gang. Hey, freeloaders. <laughs> Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I might be. Hey, we're three guys on. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Mike <laughs> no gang. All the no gangs are in today. <laughs> gang, gang. The freeloaders. Freeloaders. Fucking, fucking freeloaders. Mike yeah. B is here with y'all. I'm excited. Y'all miss some. Y'all miss that hot fire Monday. <laughs> Since the gang gang is paying extra, we can call them gang green. <laughs> gang green. Gang green. Gang green. Gang green. We appreciate y'all. Yeah. Did they you notice we've been sitting on one one dollar short of another milestone. Have you noticed? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I upped our goal. You yeah, can up I saw our, that. I upped our goal I to eight hundred and then we're that's sitting on one we're one dollar short of a milestone. But sometimes like that even goes down because yeah, someone it'll go down, then it'll go up, then it'll go down, leaves down, or down, someone's down. card gets declined. Yeah. That happens. I'm on the verge of my card being declined. So yeah. uh <laughs> Yeah, you're you're a you're a Currently a patron. Give like the, it to you. I like I like the comment. <laughs> I can't comment if I'm not a patron. You did comment you. on the the Kofi yeah. Mania post. Yeah. So yeah, you get to comment. You get to interact. Yeah. I like you this. know. I, yeah. I, I'm learning the second part of interacting with 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 the with the people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you gotta get that. You gotta engage. Yeah. You gotta have engagements. No, you know. I, I paid to promote an Instagram video last week. Yeah. <laughs> I paid thirty dollars. I mean, that's paying off. I'm getting clicks. I'm getting hits. I'm getting comments from people who don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm mad. I posted a video. I've posted it before, but I did the old thing that comics do now, like closed caption it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to start doing that more, especially when I'm at the improv coming up. I'm going to get videos of those shows. I guess I should get some close caption them. I don't have a good camera anymore. What are you using? Are you using the same camera? Uh, the improv has a camera. Well, that's so you just use theirs. They just give you the, the. You can just tell them the. I'm gonna be at the loft. I guess set. I gotta figure out a way to set up. A yeah, you can set up any. You can do. You can even do a phone with a tripod. But it's just a matter of how it sounds too. Like it's. Right. But the closed caption thing is for people who don't want to turn their their sound on because they're at work or whatever. They can read it. Um, a lot of comics are doing that now. Like Sam Morell, Mark Norman, like they're putting up stuff constantly. Mm-hmm. That's closed caption. I think they might. Send it to a guy who does the captioning. Uh, I do my own captioning, How'd which is kind that? of a pain in the ass. There's an is app. It? There are apps to do it. There is software to do it. But um, it seems like that's uh, what a lot of comics are doing. Mm. And I'm trying to yes and my comedy career. Yeah. Which I have in the past. I've been like, man, everyone's doing that. Fuck, it, I'm not doing it. Doing <laughs> so. Uh, Y'all but this is how you I tell other comics this all the time and I gotta practice what I preach okay you have to go to where the people are the reason you get in your car and go to a comedy club 
or go on the road or whatever is because people don't come to your house to watch you do comedy. You have to go to where they are. Mm-hmm. And on the internet, people experience comedy on Instagram with captions. They experience comedy on Facebook and on Twitter with funny tweets. Mm-hmm. So you have to just like getting in your car and going to driving to the comedy club, you have to go to where the people are. So people are on Instagram, you have to go there. Yeah. And you have to give them comedy in the way that Instagram digests stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. which is one minute or less clip, closed captioned. Now, anyway. Um, some of those guys, like Sam Morell, gets like 200,000 views. I don't even know if he's promoting. I think he just gets that many. I'm looking for a thing right now to, on an app store, closed caption a video. I don't see it. There's, oh, there's, you got to look for a, there's a... I can tell you the name of one I use. It's called InShot. Which is a little bit, it's not great. I don't love it. It does fine. It's a little frustrating. Oh. But I have software in, on my computer that'll probably do it better InShot than it's having. Music video it. editor? Yeah, I mean, that's you can do a couple different things. There's a few different ones. If you look at InShot, all the related ones probably do the same shit. But um, Splice. the actual captioning part of like writing in the caption and getting it lined up perfectly and then not overlapping with the previous caption, that takes a little finesse. And... Um, I think if you got a guy, <laughs> you can just give it to your guy to do it, which guy. is what some of those people probably do. Because some of their captions are a little bit wrong. It's almost like a a computer just ri- just listened. This is in shot. It's actually now the person who is reviewing this. Yeah. Gave it three out of five stars, but calls it this is by far the best video editor app I've ever used. Okay. Why did you give it three out of five stars? Probably because it's it's uh, glitchy. I'm a new vlogger and I get the most vlog-like videos using. It allows me to speed up or slow down my videos and filters adjust brightness, contrast, saturation, etc. Yeah, none of that features. is necessary for comedy videos. Yeah. It's also a feature for adding text to the screen. They yeah. gave it three out of five stars because it, it freed the slaves. Well, here we go. Yeah, problem. <laughs> my biggest problem is the saving process. I make less than four-minute videos, and it takes like half an hour to save videos. Oh, uh, I do. Well, Instagram is one minute or less. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Those critiques don't really apply to what you would use it for. So you do your own closed captioning? I've done my own, and the ones that Dominic put up, Mm -hmm. I did those for him. Okay. He did two that he actually paid me for, and he did two, and he did three videos. The first one, I mean, I I put them together. I did a little edit for them. Mm -hmm. Um, Didn't have captions, the first one. He did two more with captions. Mm -hmm. And then I did one with captions, and he had talked about promoting, because you can do a promoted post. Um. He didn't promote, but he said he might at some point start doing that. But I was like, let me try. I'm going to put a video up for a day by itself without promoting it. And then I did a promotion, which is six days for 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. And we're right now probably on day, we're recording on Sunday. We're day three or four of that. Okay. I think Wednesday is when it ends. So you'll get some a few new followers, not a ton. You can check your insights into what you got. You'll get a lot of, a lot of views, handful of likes couple followers a lot more views handful of more likes from non-followers and then a few people will click through and actually follow you so it doesn't necessarily mean every time someone watches it they become your fan but you know again you have to go to them you have to drive to their house you have to drive to their screen and be on their screen there's one called Magisto Magisto yeah smart video editor doesn't say anything about adding text, though. Where, where, how do I know it does that before I get it? Just download and try. Majesto is the best video editor for people on the move and for those who don't have formal video editing skills. No video clips on your phone, no problem. Majesto, a smart video maker, can help you create a slideshow or video collage. 
It was like a true video. Ninety million users chosen as number one video ending up by Consumer Reports in two thousand seventeen. The cl- the captioning part is is the is the pain in the ass part. All the other features, they probably all do the same shit. Filters. Uh, do you have to write out the captioning URLs? Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And um, it's clunky for a variety of reasons, but at least InShot is. But it for now it gets the job done for like a one minute video or less. That's fine. But I do have software on my computer you know, that would probably do it. I'm download this if you have Adobe so. Premiere, you could just do it on your computer too. But I'm pretty sure I do. I don't who, know who doesn't. I mean, you got to know how to use it though. Mm. Um, but anyway, that's uh, that's the wave of the future from a year ago that I'm just jumping on board now. What I might do now next is take clips of my album. Mm-hmm. I don't have video, but what people do, uh, they'll just have like the cover your art face, for their album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. or a picture of themselves I'll just, I would just do the cover art and just do captions over the cover art mm-hmm. uh, and just do like a one minute shot here and there of, of a clip from yeah, my CD yes ending your career now yeah so yes ending Nate Bargatze does a lot of that he has yeah. albums that don't have video and he's another one who has a lot of closed caption stuff mm-hmm. and he does he puts them on Twitter too and also Instagram yeah. uh, but I'm like okay I'll, it seems like a lot of engagement comes from that some of these yeah. people they have like 40,000 followers but 200,000 views on the video. I don't know how that happens. Maybe they don't. Maybe they promote just like I promote, but maybe. Um, you already had a thousand, like 1,000 views, right? I'm close to 2,000 now. Yeah. Oh. It depends on what you pay. Like, you know, it's it says uh, for this much money you'll get between 1,500 and 3,500 views. Mm-hmm. And I already had 300 at that point. Okay. So I'll probably get more close to the 3,000 view mark before the promotion runs out. You can up the promotion again. You can add more money to it. Um, same thing Facebook. It's the same promotion thing that Facebook does. Yeah. You can put in demographics or it'll just choose the Instagram default demographic, which is people who are like your followers already, okay. which I'm like, Comedians? <laughs> More comments? They've already seen this bit. <laughs> but I think it means at least in age, in terms of age, region, and um, you know, probably gender. My, I think I'm 92% male <laughs> on my views on Instagram right now. And um, regionally, it's, I think, mostly Virginia, Maryland, D.C. Yeah, I have uh, 92% male, 8% women, age range. It tells you that. It tells you the top locations, Virginia, North Carolina, Maryland, California, Pennsylvania. Virginia by a, by a lot. So I don't know if it means anything. It adds to the view count. And then when the promotion's over, it doesn't say promoted under it. It just says that you got this number of views. So I don't know. I had 30 bucks laying around. <laughs> Fuck it. You ain't got no kids. See what happens. Yeah, no one needs shoes. <laughs> Looked at my couch. I found thirty dollars. Pulled yeah. it out. You can choose over. fifteen dollars if you want. You can just twenty dollars, whatever you want to mm-hmm. do. Um, I did uh, my my CD opens with me asking who in the crowd was there because of the Facebook ad that I had posted, mm-hmm. and one person clapped. <laughs> I left it on the album, but yeah. <laughs> but that I was like, I wonder if this is reaching anyone because Facebook <laughs> says this many people saw it, Dude. but how many of them actually then got in their car and came to the show? So yeah. you don't know, but people look look at stats, and so you have videos with numbers on them, and then you have uh, people commenting saying, uh, "Freedom of speech, dude! <laughs> Come on, uh, say the n word if a what? Come on, <laughs> 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 Come on!" 
Walmart, guys. Oh, but people shouldn't say cracker either. That's what one person said. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're already there, huh? Well, Andy, that's the difference. If a white says the N-word, they're in big trouble and will get extreme heat for it. <laughs> but if a black person says it, it's all fun and games, and they say it to each other. Mm-hmm. Just something they call one another just to yeah. say it too. Did you not listen to the bit? I explained it to yeah. you. It's not good to say by any race, nor is it good for blacks to say honky to a white. <laughs> honky? But who says that? So it's wrong and inappropriate to say either way. Like, first of all, uh, did you watch the bit? <laughs> like, I don't even address any of that. It's like, you, it's, you watched a minute. But there's a few. You'll get a few people. They, who, saw, they saw They saw your video. They was like, okay, this is what I took from it. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you said, but this is what I digested. Oh, but you didn't cover this one part. <laughs> you left this like, part yeah, out. Yeah, because that part wasn't funny, maybe. Like, I've got to do comedy. <laughs> like, this is comedy. I see what you're trying to do. I think it would be a lot more effective. Here's, yeah. where you, here's where you left out. <laughs> uh, did I? <laughs> Which goes to the contest part of your... Uh, like, yeah. Here's the contest of all. Like, first of all, the bit is actually close to two minutes long, but I cut off the first uh, first part because it's got to fit to Instagram. So you don't even know what I said before this. <laughs> you don't even know. Come see you're me live. Like a, you're kind of like a police video. Click on my profile. Click on my bio for my upcoming gigs. Come heckle me in person. We do have some emails. Let's go. Um couple emails you know what we had one last week that i didn't even see until after we recorded so we'll get to that one first that one was um from nick nick says hey guys i was listening to the episode and heard chris's story about listeners expressing their dissatisfaction at chris getting a woman's number while she's at her job while he's nicer about the listener's disposition i won't <laughs> fuck them and their sensitive bullshit it's not harassment as a customer to ask for the number of an employee one of my staff met her boyfriend who'll probably be her husband at some point by asking for his number while he served her and her friends at a restaurant was that wrong was she out of line of course not for as progressive as i am it's still irritating to hear folks complain about the slightest of offenses if you don't want to give someone your number just don't um Georgetown students alum and staff can give a lot more than 27 bucks a month. This is about reparations. Yeah. Fuck out of here with that. That said, it's a step in the needed direction. The show is great as always. I'm a supporter on the Patreon. Just haven't established gang gang status yet. (laughs) Nick. um, I would say, Nick, as far as asking a girl who's at her job for her number, um, it is maybe a slight offense to you. But if if that happens to her like 10 times a day, it's probably super irritating. So we don't know. I mean, I don't know what the what the uh, the experience of the woman in that situation is or the the employee of that situation is but yeah you can people ask for numbers all the time you know it's not a huge deal seemingly greg emails us loving the show yo randolph and andy have you guys had a chance to check out the four part pbs series on reconstruction uh, if so i'd love to hear the three guys on take on the series if not fuck it that shit is too long <laughs> More Dominic, more Mike B, and more Pop Pop. Ah, there you go. Ah, <laughs> this is why this is why I pay the Patreon. I'm going to respond. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Greg, if you're wondering, uh, Mike B just put his phone down when I said that. He was looking at his phone, scrolling through shit, and he was like, "Oh, wait, what? what? Uh, those three are authentic and hilarious." Oh, and Randolph, it's a 50 year old man. Stop cutting people off, LMAO. <laughs> what I do? Um, when you're 50, you got to get it's in. What I in. do? 
Love you all, gang, gang, Greg. I tried to space the episodes out, but like Pookie and New Jack City, that second episode, just be calling me. <laughs> oh, we tried to tell you, man. You joined the gang, gang, at your own peril. <laughs> you got to do it, yo. Uh, I have not seen the Reconstruction documentary. I'm halfway through the first one. Yeah. I already know the story. I heard um, Dr. Gates talking about it. And um, I obviously know the history of, of the Reconstruction, how it was ended and stuff like that, because I've read about it already at length. So um, it's becoming depressing for me to watch stuff like that. Right. Um, now you got me thinking that I should go ahead and watch it all the way through and maybe talk with Rod about it, because Rod has really been devoted watching it. So I might do that. Yeah. Reach out to Rod, and after I finish it, sit down and talk with him about a four woke file. Is this Ken Burns or just no? Uh, no. Okay, it's only four parts. It's Henry Henry Louis Gates. Okay. Skip Ken Gates. Burns would be like eighteen parts. Yeah. Skip yeah. Gates. It's Henry Louis Gates. So I might do that. Yeah. I Unless sh- you want to get all the way through it, and I'll talk about it with you. Maybe no. I'll start doing that. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't watch TV. I'm yeah. Trying to, it's, 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 <laughs> it's long. It's in parts. Is it's, it wrestling? <laughs> is it wrestling involved? It's, yeah. There is. It's Kofi Mania. It's huh? people <laughs> wrestling with wrestling with allowing black people to have their full full rights. Yeah. Mm. What's this one again? You said PBS. <laughs> PBS, yeah. Okay. A lot of heels. Okay. <laughs> A lot of heels in this. There's some heat. Yeah. Well, what do you think you would think about it? Uh, uh, the reconstruction? It doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> yeah, I walked right into See, that. That's me, cutting, yeah. that's me cutting people that, off. I walked right. right I should have saw that coming because this is a wrestling, <laughs> yeah. it wrestling topic. That's me cutting people off. That's just what <laughs> right. I do, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we do have a Patreon comment from someone named Not Mike B. Ah. Oh. <laughs> okay, interesting. The comment is "Gang Gang Kofamania for the win." <laughs> I think that was Mike B. <laughs> it, it's not Mike B. Mike B's name on our Patreon <laughs> is not Mike B. <laughs> uh, someone had someone had commented Kofamania, and you replied to that comment. Yeah, like, "Gang Gang Kofamania for the win." <laughs> uh, so you have not abandoned wrestling, obviously. No, I still, I still got my shares. Your prediction came true. Kofi wins. Now, what if he loses the belt like in two months? Is that fine? That's absolutely fine. It, it was predicted that he was he was going to lose it by SummerSlam anyway. Okay. And SummerSlam is in August. <laughs> it was predicted. Yeah. <laughs> in the writer's room? Yeah, in the writer's room. It's like, it was storyboarded? <laughs> he's not going to have, like, when you get the belt, your days are numbered in my Booker T voice. Uh, he, uh, your days are numbered anyway. You're going to lose it. Yeah. You know, it just a fact, the, the, the major hurdle was just to win it, and he's won it. Yeah, and uh, the cool part was uh, if we drift off a little bit uh, at WrestleMania, once he won the belt, um, his sons got into the ring with him. Yeah, and his oldest son held the royal title up over his head. Okay, and my kids were around, so to see that visual yeah, yeah, for my yeah. kids was was big. So yeah, it matters. He already won, so he could he could have lost it a week from now, and yeah. it doesn't matter because you can't take that yeah. particular moment. And also, yeah. after that moment, WrestleMania was trash afterwards. <laughs> yeah, so. trash. <laughs> that particular not that particular not real. Yeah. So if manufactured it's real to moment. me, damn it. <laughs> if he loses it and your kids are really disappointed, what are you going to tell them? Like, are you going to tell them, like... Uh, got to learn how to deal with this disappointment. Yeah, yeah. you got to deal with it. Yeah. Are you going to be like, man, these refs cheat. Yeah, they be cheating. You know, yeah. he, he hooked the trunks. <laughs> what was this? What what made it, uh, made it WWE tr- trash afterwards? Oh no, it was just it, well, it's, a, it's an eight hour show, so they put them. If you put it in comedy terms, you know that sweet spot. His match was right in the sweet spot. Oh, they don't close with this match. It's the most important match. It's not Mm-mm. the closer. No, they they close with the women. The tri- the women's triple threat match. Who's still hanging in and watching that? Hey, uh, we, Mike we, B. I was I was there. I, <laughs> it was over at twelve thirty. Who won that one? 
Um, Ronda Rousey? Oh, Becky Lynch. Okay. Yeah, Ronda, she's already done. She didn't trying to start a family. Backstory, um, after WrestleMania, thousands of of travelers that went to WrestleMania, the train station closed. So they were stranded. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> because they didn't anticipate New York didn't anticipate the train station the uh, WrestleMania go past twelve o'clock. Yeah. It ended at twelve thirty. So everybody rushed to the train to go to their hotel their respective rest areas. Yeah. Ain't no train. The Amtrak train? Metro, whatever it was. The, oh, the commuter train. Yeah, the the Mark must be the Mark train. Yeah, whatever. Say called. subways don't close. There's a yeah. Long Island Railroad that goes yeah. into Long Island. There's the one that goes in Jersey. Yeah, and the one that goes on the whatever they, that's they, called. They were stranded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do you what do you do you just like hang out on the platform? Call an Uber. With yeah, call an Uber. Wrestling call a Love. A Love. Oh, imagine how many Ubers were. Yeah. Flying around that place. Yeah. It made some money, but it was an eight-hour show. He was right at the sweet spot. He got on around 10.30, about 10, 10 o'clock, whatever. He won. The energy popped. Yeah. Uh, it was really predictable, too. You could feel. No one was chanting Daniel Bryan's name. It yeah. was all Kofi, Kofi. And then WrestleMania after that was like, what else? Yeah, what else? What Listen, else? Yeah. What do you guys true. want to talk about? <laughs> We're done here. Skipperton <laughs> said that the, his opponent's the best wrestler he's ever seen. Oh, yeah. He he, he gets people over. Technically. Yeah. yeah he, he gets people over. He's... uh. He's a technical. I, I, I listened to podcast last week, and um, he um, yeah, he gets people over. He's he's a really talented wrestler. He's done he's done this thing for over twenty some years. So, okay. um, you know, it's now some backlash. Um, I won't take up too much time on this, but uh, <laughs> super, I could go forever. But this is a Hall of Fame wrestler, Superfly, um, Superstar Billy Graham. Okay, the moment Kofi Kingston won the belt. Uh, he started saying he needs to be on steroids. He doesn't like a world champion. He needs to be bigger, you know. So he said he needs to be on steroids. Yeah, like I, I could pull up the uh, Facebook page, and he's like he's been hounding, basically like tapping on Kofi and like Big E, who's his part of the New Day and stuff yeah. like that, talking about how wrestling isn't real now because back in his day, wrestlers were big and huge. And they were fake muscles, so it was yeah. more real. Is this some sort of made up? Yeah. Storyline out there? No, no, no. This, this, him just this is on his Facebook page. Wrestling yeah. was more real when we yeah. were more fake. And Seems to me like he doesn't. He has a certain it, problem with these today's wrestlers. Oh no, no, that certain that that certain he only people. directs his anger at certain. <laughs> yeah, just the black wrestlers, one. just the black the, ones. Yeah, just the moment the Kofi won the belt, he was like, uh, he needs to be on steroids. Ne- never mind Daniel Bryan, who's like my height. 190 pounds. <laughs> you know what it is? You know what it is? He, the white man, wants the black man to have smaller balls. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He wants to emasculate the black yeah. man yeah. <laughs> to have yeah. shriveled up testicles from the steroids. The so-called white man. Yeah, the so-called yeah. white man, the so-called superstar. It, it, it's funny because superstar Billy Graham, he just had a liver transplant because of steroids. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. Right. Isn't that weird how that worked out? Like he, right. He could no longer walk. He's been having health issues for years because yeah. of the amount of steroids he took. So... um he wants everybody to do that. Yeah, so he's trash. Here's what he needs. He, he needs to fuck up his liver. Yeah, he's horrible. He, yeah. He's been bragging on them for the last couple of weeks. He's bitter and angry. Yeah. Probably. He voted for Trump twice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. Yeah. Billy Graham, he voted as superstar Billy Graham. Superstar. <laughs> Billy Graham. But yeah. Of course he did. Yeah. Ugh. He probably mispronounces Kofi on yeah, purpose. Yeah. We got another one? We got one more email from Joe. Uh, hey Joe The email's titled Great show What's up Andy Randolph And today's guest That would be Mike B Hey Or not Mike B Gang gang <laughs> <laughs> You guys continue to do Great work on these shows Elena Torres was great The talent coordination Continues to be first rate 
It's usually just some shit like, uh, yeah, let's get her on. Yeah, she's probably good. She'll, she'll, <laughs> she'll probably be all right. Yeah. <laughs> That's about as far as she's good. available. She'll yeah. probably be good. She'll do it. Screening process. Ask her if she can claw around some time. We'll see. Yeah, she'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, about as, yeah. it's about as far as it goes. <laughs> Screening process. Now, if we don't want to fuck with you, we know immediately this. Eh, no. <laughs> let's, ask, let's ask something else first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe says, I recently moved up to the new tier to get the Thursday episodes earlier. I believe the gang gang tier. Thanks gang, so gang. much. Right. Gang, gang. gang gang. Gang gang. Hashtag gang gang. Gang gang. Gang green. <laughs> Even though I still have the same problem of not getting to either episode until the weekend, by which time you start recording the next week's episode. Yep. Yeah. That means any email I send is likely to be two weeks late. We'll still take it. Don't worry about it. Don't it's, worry about it's that. It's like the Mr. Show pre-taped call-in show. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. my Shane and Sharp voice. There ain't no problem. There ain't no problem. <laughs> there ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do the head, the head, the head no, no shit. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. With the serious look. Ain't no problem. <laughs> ain't no problem. <laughs> ain't, no problem. So, ain't no problem. Joe says, but I do have a general question. What is the live comedy scene like in the D.C. metro area? Between the visiting headliners that you work with and the composition of sock puppets, there seems to be a great deal of variety. Where I live, there are two or three white comedy clubs and one black comedy club. With very limited exception, the comics and the audience do not vary. I know where I saw Chris Hardwick and was the only one in the room, (laughs) and where I saw Bruce Bruce and wasn't. There's no variation. Do the clubs in DC operate like that? Do you guys do you go to all the clubs, or is effort made by the DC clubs to be amenable to everyone? Uh, I am supposed to be planning a trip to DC this summer or fall to see the Colored Museum, as my dad jokingly calls it. <laughs> the Blacksonian. Uh, <laughs> so, that is hilarious. The Colored Museum. <laughs> the Colored Museum. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, how come there's no white museum? <laughs> As my dad jokingly calls it, I hope to see you do live comedy while there. I bought all your CDs, but Thank still you. feel left out when one of you mentions jokes you don't want to burn on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, check my yeah. Instagram. I might start doing those. How far out yeah. do you do your upcoming dates go? You often mention dates within the next month. I think I'm being ignorant on how far in the future dates are set, but want to plan travel up there to be able to see at least one of you live. Keep up the great work. Joe... Parentheses, Andy, hope I did not mess you up with that one word above. I, I'm thinking it's only that one word that gets black baseball players in trouble that you avoid. I don't think there was an N word in this email. Did, <laughs> no. I, did I skip no. over? Sometimes I skip colored. Colored? Colored museum. I'll say colored museum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't have to put that in an email. I'll just say it all the time. That was a, that was a quote, though. That was That's what quote. he calls yeah. it. That was a, it was in He's quotes. He's been calling it that. He said his dad jokingly calls it that. The colored museum. <laughs> the colored museum. <laughs> that is hilarious. All right. Um, <laughs> The uh, as far as comedy goes, yeah, we generally have dates about a month out locally. A lot of local shows are like showcases and things, so you'll see us for like ten minutes, fifteen, twenty, um, or sometimes even just like seven. But we run a show every Saturday at the Draft House. If we're not booked elsewhere, you'll see us at least do short, like six, seven minute sets on that show. Um, the sock puppets, some of them are there, some of them aren't from week to week, and they have their own shows. So locally, you'll see us around town here and there. Uh, and those are the ones that you get kind of added to late and sometimes uh, maybe a month out. The club shows, like the improv, the weekend shows at the Comedy Loft, the Draft House, the improv, those are booked a couple months to a few months out. Right. And usually we'll know somewhat more ahead of time. But those, you know, I'm at the improv in May. I won't be back later this year, most likely, unless I'm in the lounge. <laughs> Which does rotate people through more quickly. So the lounge usually know about 
uh, six weeks to eight weeks in advance that you're mm. booked there. Um, those are, again, about 20-minute sets, sometimes 10, sometimes 15, sometimes 20. But, yeah, the way it works is uh, the club's the weekend opening for a big-name headliner. You know, those are you, – you're coming through once a year, twice a year, sometimes once every 18 months. So, you know, it's not like you can just pop into D.C. and see us featuring for a big name at the Improv any given weekend. Um, as far as the clubs – so let me go back to the question uh, – what is the live comedy scene like in D.C.? Let's start strong. with that. Um, strong. A lot, of strong. Comedy, a, lot of, a lot of good comics here, a lot of places to go watch comedy. And a lot of crowds who are enthusiastic about it. Mm. So that you have a lot of shows where there are audiences, um, even open mics, even yeah. just like open mic night, Big Hunt Wednesday and Thursday is full. Big Hunt Friday and Saturday late is generally pretty full. Uh, the Draft House in D.C., our Saturday late show, pretty full. full. Haywood show. Haywood Friday. show on Friday. Pretty full. Sock Puppet Haywood Turnipsy, SP1. <laughs> he does the Friday late night at the Draft House in D.C. Pretty full. Pretty full. Uh, that's not even open mic. It's like a booked show, but it's it's curated. Mm-hmm. But it's you know some open mic or some veterans. Um, the D.C. Improv Lounge, almost every week has shows. So it's it's more local comics in the side room in the lounge. Full, usually close to or sold out. Yeah. Uh, the Comedy Loft has the basement room where they'll do more local showcases. Usually pretty full. So number of shows, good. Number of shows with crowds, good, really good. Diversity as far as white versus black and all that. The black scene in D.C. is... Not as strong as it had. There's been. not like... A, yeah, D.C. used to be Chocolate City. And so yeah. there were a lot of all black sh- all black crowds, all black shows, mostly yeah. black anyway. And now a lot of those rooms are sort of gone or like sometimes they'll pop up somewhere in Maryland. You'll see a room like that pop up for a while and then kind of go away. Another one pops up, takes its place. But they don't have, I don't think those rooms have as much longevity lately. Mm. And actually, I've talked about that with other people too. I mean, you know, Dominic's going to start be starting a Wednesday show in D.C. soon. Mm. And he wants it to be maybe more established comics, more polished comics doing longer sets. And I think he should start tapping into some of the people from who now are going to those black rooms in Maryland who don't have a home necessarily yeah, in yeah. DC. Yeah. We try to, Haywood tries to do that on Friday at the draft house. Uh, we try to do that. I, I tell people all the time, we don't really bump black comics off the list no. yeah. <laughs> very much. Really. If we have a lot of people, if you have 40 people, you have to bump some black comics mm. because it's just a sheer numbers game. But we try to make it a home. Some of those, some of those guys don't know us and we don't know them and there's no bridge and so it's yeah. like someone has to reach out but the shows are good diversity is pretty good could be a little better and I think there are people trying to make it better the clubs the DC Improv books white headliners and black headliners they just had Tony Roberts there yeah I saw him um, amazing black headliners do great at the DC Improv because a lot of the chocolate city population still lives nearby they just live in Maryland now because yeah. Southeast has gotten gentrified and people have gotten pushed out. But they're still a couple miles away. So you put on a show with a black headliner, guess what? The Improv has an all-black crowd showing up. They show up and they show out. Yeah, they always <laughs> add shows. Whenever they have a black headliner, they they seem to always add shows. Mm. Start off with sixth, then they add a seventh, then an eighth, sometimes they add a ninth. Uh, so there's, there's definitely an audience for it. And um, the Draft House, the Comedy Loft, they're smaller rooms, so they're booking people who aren't like huge names the way the improv is. But they tend to be pretty diverse too, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the improv, though, I think does seem to make an effort to bring in. It's 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 a good business decision. 
yeah. bring in a black headliner who's going to sell out every night. Yeah. You know, because Chocolate City's still there. It's just a Chocolate City metro area <laughs> is what it is. Um, do the clubs in D.C. operate like that? So I don't know if we have a mixed room in D.C. that's like every weekend half and half or mm-hmm. 60, 40 or 70, 30, but there are some shows. Haywood's show is pretty mixed. Mm. Haywood's Friday at the Draft House is pretty mixed. Our show is pretty mixed on Saturday at the Draft House. I mean, you can you can curate that and try to make it happen. I think Dominic's shows, he tries to make them pretty mixed. So there is a little bit of everything, I think, in D.C. Um, so if you do come to D.C., he says he's planning on making a trip in the summer or fall. Yeah, just reach out to us. Let us know what your dates are. We'll try to um, be a little bit more firm on what we have. Sometimes we just plug things at the end of the podcast and forget, like a show that we have coming yeah, up. Yeah, we're pretty good for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, and we don't post on social media as much as we don't post our dates. Speaking of that, much. May 10th and 11th, I'm at the Comedy Loft in, <laughs> yeah. in D.C. with with my DiGiorgio, May 10th and 11th. Yeah. So um, three shows. I think it's one on the tenth and two on the eleventh. I believe is how it goes. Yeah. Look on the website. May tenth and eleventh. Three shows. I'm at the Comedy Loft. There you go. DCComedyLoft.com. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I'm at the DC Improv May sixteenth through nineteenth in both rooms, the lounge on Friday and Saturday, and the main room on Thursday, Friday, and mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday, with Chris Lamberth and Paul Verzi. There so, you go. You know, there you go. Those are those are some. So we'll have shows like that. We'll have you'll get to see us maybe at Ragtime in Arlington doing twenty minutes. Maybe at our show doing seven minutes. Maybe multiple times throughout that week we'll be on somewhere doing a few minutes or more. And uh, sometimes they're open mic. Sometimes they're professional shows. There's a uh, a plethora of options to see us. <laughs> a in cornucopia. A cornucopia. If you'll be in town for will. a few days. You'll see us for sure. Hodgepodge. <laughs> A Hodge Twins Podge. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm doing that show. A Hodge yeah. Twins Podge. Yeah, Mike B's going to be at the DC Comedy Loft with May the Hodge 17th. Twins. Mm-hmm. May 17th. And, and Hodge Twins show. And Hodge I'm Podge. in Baltimore, May 10th. Be there. Baltimore. There you go. Charm City Festival. Baltimore. Baltimore. Charm City. And May 13th, Andy and myself and... 14th. 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 We're all at the at the Comedy Loft. The three of us. Pass the mic. Pass the, the, the mic. show. Dominic's pass the mic show. Pass the mic on the left hand side. Dominic, I don't know if we'll see him that night. He's got a baby at home. No. Um, he's already squeezed as many likes as he can out of that baby. So yeah, now he's got to get yeah. back on stage. And you can always get 100 likes out of a baby. Yeah. Picture, yeah. Right? Post a baby, you get, a, Anytime, get 150. Anytime, you get 100 likes. Even people who don't normally like your pictures yeah. will like your pictures if you post a baby. Aww. <laughs> yeah, that's every like is just saying that. Aww. Aww. Beautiful. You know, a lot of those. You get comments too. You get the. Precious, a lot of precious. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's got a baby. It's only a couple weeks old, so he hasn't been out that much lately. Um, baby's got a good head of hair on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, for a newborn. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, maybe Dominic will be. I think he's going to be making his way back out in the next couple weeks. So May fourteenth, mm-hmm. we're on Dominic's show. Maybe Dominic will be there too. Yeah. But that'll be a good lineup in the basement of the Comedy Loft right. on a Tuesday we'll night. I'll be there. Yeah, TJ booked me. TJ. TJ Ferguson. TJ. T. You call him TJ. He booked me too. TJ Ferguson. I think he might have booked me too. Was TJ the one who booked me? TJ. The TJ. Yeah. The TJ. Yeah. Speaking of yes, ending their careers, I yes ended my my uh way into a writing job hey thanks to everybody who reads the stuff that i write on uh comments on um 
my Twitter, Facebook, and on my uh, Medium page. So thanks to you guys. I've been doing this writing, and um, I'm now going to be writing for two months on a uh, morning show here in D.C. with for Reese Waters. It's called Get Up D.C., and I'm writing on that. The show's been on. It's, uh, I guess, their morning version of, I don't know, it's like a, good it's morning, like a local morning, good yeah, morning kind of show. It's like that show. morning, like Fox and Friends type thing. Yeah, the local stations but without, have those. without that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's a, local stations in some cities have those. Sometimes yeah. one or two will have competing ones. Is there, right. a, is there a competing one? Is it the I don't know. I'm, sure, I'm sure there is. Because I know, I mean, Reese's The sports stations nine. have some, too. They got the yeah. sports junkies in the morning. That's their morning show. Sports junkies. Channel 9. They're on the radio. Yeah, on the radio, what they do a simulcast. Yeah. Channel Nine is is Reese's show in DC, right. which, is, which is I think it's a CBS affiliate. CBS affiliate, we kind of decided on yesterday. And um, yeah, I don't know if there's another one right now, but yeah, you'll see. You know those. Hey, it's sunny day, Nashville. Right. Like those, <laughs> a lot of times when you see right. comedians doing like TV because they have a gig in town, you'll see them right. on those shows. So I can now, I will now be able to put um, Randolph Terrence, comedian, writer. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, because it's because it's a paid spot, right? <laughs> you better believe that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you better believe. That. You better believe that shit. So for two months, I'll be doing that. So I don't know how I'm gonna sleep, but I'll figure it out. Yeah. Oh no, man! So we bought it two months. They're gonna give you some more. They're gonna see how good your writing is. They're gonna be like redo the contract. Yeah. That's what we're that's what we're hoping. Two more months, <laughs> and you're like, give me a raise. That's when I'll be like, listen. It's like my job. It's like my job right now. No, I'm killing myself with We're this. We're extending other the stuff. contract two more weeks. So I got to go up there months. tomorrow. Got to get the laptop. Got to get the badge. Oh yeah, you got to get all the little uh, uh, the little stuff. The little bells and whistles. Get your picture on the badge. Yeah, picture on the badge. All the little bells and whistles. The, yeah. Here's your laptop. We would like it if you didn't put anything uh, <laughs> untoward on it. Wink, <laughs> wink. You know that 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 speech. Right. <laughs> Right. This yeah. is for work purposes only. only. That speech. Um, this is not for <laughs> personal use. Shit, I got my phone. I got my work phone. The first thing I did was download Instagram and Facebook. Really? <laughs> I need it. I just never. You know, know, I actually will probably need those. Yeah. Oh, you can find it. Yeah, you can I'm definitely. Good. I have to need. I have to use that yeah. as part of the job. I That'll gotta, just be I your browser history. Things, yeah, I got to find yeah. things to write about. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. You know. And then it's just just writing content. Right. Hashtag content. content. Hashtag content. content, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, does your name go by in the credits? I assume it will. Are you, I are don't you know. a staff I know writer? Leon's name is on the wall. Okay. <laughs> you you, your name is on the wall? Uh, Leon's name is on the wall. Uh, the but wall I, don't know if, I don't know if they count Leon as free, freelance anymore. Well, if you're I mean, if you're an employee of the company. I mean, yes. You, you, I you, went through the whole fucking process. You're a staff writer. You got a badge. It, they're still calling it freelance. We yeah. went through the whole fucking process. You got okay. a badge. Yeah, yeah, I know. Badge. I got a badge. You get a badge. You get the I guess I'm going to I'm gonna have to learn security guy's name. Hey, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Randolph. <laughs> uh, who are you? Who are you again? You know. Oh, man. Um, but I don't, have to, I don't have to go in. I can write from home. So. Yeah. Oh, you get to write from home. Oh, you but got you to get a badge if you, you want You can do sit-ups in the type. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've already been learning some secrets no. <laughs> from Leon about the stuff he does. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Plagiarize. Here's what you do. You go to Wikipedia. <laughs> you cut and paste. You change three words. No one will know. Legally, we had our first expensed meal yesterday at uh, Busboys and Poets. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Reese went in. He he ordered. He was like, "Well, we're expensing this shit." Well, I'm he's ordering. the host. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ordering. 
Yeah. I'm warming up. You, you want to spread? I got to spread. Yeah. Get you a spread. Yeah. Want to spread? But I sat down. I'm, I was like looking at the menu. Like, yeah, yeah, let me do it. He's like, it's expense, man. Go whatever you want. Yeah, you want anything else? Are you <laughs> sure? <laughs> you want nothing else? And that was my suggestion for us to get together and talk. I didn't yeah. realize he was going to expense shit out. Mm-hmm. I would have said like, another let's, restaurant. Let's do this every day. <laughs> I would have said another restaurant. We're going to expense yeah. this? Let's expense well, this. Expense this shit out. You want this? Char house? We can do yeah. this. Let's go to Char house. I like Char house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Char house. Some other shit. I've never been to Char house. Ebbets Grill, you know, some shit yeah, like that. Char House, Char House is good. It's right on the is Char House good? Oh, yeah, right on the Bay of Alexandria. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. just a steakhouse, right? Yeah, it's a steakhouse. Um, they got they got steak, fish. I got them yeah. expense my parking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could have definitely done that. Yeah. yeah. I always um, I always do the reservations to make it fancy for my wife. <laughs> I'm going to Char House, baby. I already made reservations. <laughs> yeah. You ever smoke a jacket on as you say that? Nah. <laughs> Hi, uh, we have a reservation for two. Kofi. That's <laughs> under Kofi, please. Made some reservations. I did we at the Char House today. Even though you can just walk in and get you a seat. Nah, yeah. made reservations for two uh, yeah. at the Char House. It's empty. You can just walk in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any day. Um, I have some reservations, please. Uh, please sit us uh, <laughs> uh, far away from Superstar Billy Graham. Put me, can, you, can you put me to the fireplace, please? Thank you. Need so the, the moral of the story is to yes and your career, people. Just yes and well, your life a little and bit. And also, you had talked about in the past whether your online presence has hurt you in terms of gigs. That's true. I still don't know if but it has or if it hasn't. this is directly as a, a result, result of, of that. Presence. Yeah, he told me, point blank. <laughs> he was like, yeah. We stuff. needed that point of view on I the show. I know you as a comedian. Yeah. I want that point of view. I can do, we, we can do something with that. We need that. Know? So, like, hashtag brand yourself. We're not that far away from each other. Yeah. And, um, things we'd say, I don't, I don't think he's as far woke as I am. No, I'm not saying <laughs> I don't think he's as angry as I am, but he's not as old. Right. <laughs> so that's fifty year old man when right. I cut people off, you know. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> just walk on set and cut his mic while he's he, talking. Yeah, he's just younger he's younger than me. Yeah. So right. he's quite reached my stage, but it is what it is. He's not a fifty year old as a fifty year old man, I just yeah, you know, I gotta cut people off. But that's <laughs> that's you but uh, basically doubling down on what you want to do and someone saying, okay, we like what you're doing. Yeah. As opposed to watering yeah. down and yeah. being like everything to everyone. Yeah. And... Um, I just stay stay with your guns. And not feeling fulfilled in that. It really goes back to the ther- to my therapist, tell you the plain truth. I, keep, I know I keep circling stuff back to that. I was talking to Reese about that last night. Is my therapist is the one who's got me now to yes and things. Yeah. My therapist, you know, you'll talk yourself out of something in a second. Yeah. Easily. You know? It's cold out. I'm yeah, not leaving. I'm not leaving. That's me. You know? and, um, <laughs> particularly about writing. I've always, Andy's a writer. I am the uh, person who says the things that you write. I've always thought about that. Like, that's the job I want is to stand up and do the talking. Hey, and do <laughs> right. that. But can I really do that with my temperament? No. <laughs> you know, if it's my show, yeah. I think you can to somebody say something. You're like, what you say? <laughs> That's when it veers. <laughs> get his badge. I don't know Thomas if I'm, I don't know if I'm um, Trevor Noah. Yeah. You know, and I don't mean. You're Trevor Noah between break, between commercials. <laughs> yeah, because he'll fucking yeah. <laughs> go right at you. Yeah. Well, we talked about that with Reese's. How can we attack? I say attack. How do we do address Donald Trump how do we address how these do tackle how that? Do, what's the way to do it yeah so like, you say whatever you want as long as you're responding to something he said right I'm like well that's fucking every day he was like yeah I know <laughs> fucking every day right. he's like yeah exactly <laughs> so, you so don't now you gotta to... start following Donald Trump on Twitter oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's why he had to beat uh, it with Twitter he said he needed uh, more yeah. followers yeah I'm being shadow banned <laughs> yeah 
So my therapist was like, say, so when he when he suggested it, I just said, uh, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, nah. <laughs> okay. Right. I never really saw myself doing that. No. Yeah, I mean, yes, and you still have to be mindful, obviously. Like, right. if someone hands you fucking heroin, you don't yes. Yeah, I mean, if it's something This will make you, you funnier, man. If it's well, something you know that what? you can't even do. You're right. right. You're yeah. right. <laughs> it's something you can't do. This is like, better for, this is good for your comedy, man. And Take I it. went to the therapist and talked to her about it. She was like, you've been writing. Right. <laughs> you've been writing for 20 years now. Right. Why? You've yeah. been writing funny stuff for 20 years now. You're now writing serious stuff. You've been steadily writing stuff, so... And it'll be. Why is that such a far leap for your mind? I'll if be, you're not a know. if you're not a, a writer for a broad audience, but this is a mainstream show, right. someone else will take what you wrote and broaden it, right? Yeah. Or edit it, and they might edit things out that you like pissed about because they took something that you thought yeah. was the the crux of what you wrote, and, yeah. and they're like, ah, it's, we can't. It's 10 a.m. We can't say yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. But um, someone else's job is to filter that right yeah they want which your is, point of view and then exactly will, what he said yeah they'll they'll filter it into palatable for a um for know, sunny somebody, day dc somebody, <laughs> somebody who just woke yeah. up at nine o'clock in the morning right. yeah, you know and that's what he was like um uh you brought you here to to, to be yourself right <laughs> you know which is what i would tell somebody i brought you yeah. here to be right to be i think it was was it Tom Petty? It was Tom Petty on his on the documentary. When he said that, yeah, it, he finally realized, oh, you brought me here not to not to bend my writing to you. You're going to yeah. bend your voice to me. So when you write for somebody else, yeah. they want you to write songs the way you write. The way you they already write got a bunch of songs the way they write. They write. They want you to write a song the way you write. When they you want write you to write a song a, that for Stevie Nicks, as opposed to you trying to write a song trying for them to fashion it for them. Write what you write. write that's what, what they write. want. Let them let them bend it to them. Yeah, that's why they hired you. Yeah. I they could have like, just oh, written a song for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. They've already done that. Because Reese writes. Yeah. He writes the show, him and Leon, and this other person left, and now I guess for a little while, so I'll be there for two months. Yeah. Someone's, someone left for a little bit, and they yeah. needed someone else they to need step somebody in. To, f- to fill in. And they ain't going to come back, and it's going to be your job. Or they might say it's good to have an extra person. Like, you know, yeah. sometimes these trial runs and they're like, the show runs better. I'm going to need more money. This way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a TV station. They got money. Yeah. They they've got, money they've got plenty. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Reese's talking about buying a house. They got a little bit of money hanging around. They're, they've got plenty. Well, Reese is the host. Yeah. <laughs> he's the face. Exactly. Reese has uh, he's, his he also, face. He's still sitting on some of the ESPN money. He's got so. his face on buses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was on ESPN? Yeah. 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 I need... <laughs> I need to talk to him. <laughs> yes, ending. I remember when he with his girlfriend, who's a comedian, she got him to yes and his way into that ESPN job. Yeah. Oh wow! You should go apply for that. No, no, I don't want to. You should go apply for that. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's what you do. You should go apply for that. You know that stuff. No, yeah. go apply for it. Okay. <laughs> Boom! He's on ESPN, and then becomes a TV personality, right? Reese Waters, and then mm. East, remember ESPN went through that huge purge, and out of nowhere they let go of like yeah. a couple hundred of their reporters. Mm-hmm. Like, Downsize time. If your name ain't Stephen A, or <laughs> they they snapped their fingers. Yeah, and yeah, half the staff, and half the staff was gone. Oh, he was th- on. He was on that. <laughs> but they paid out everybody's contracts. Yeah, and they just gave you a non compete. You can't go do sports for. X number of time, although he said that that's coming, that that time limit is coming up, so he can actually start talking about sports again. Yeah, he haven't talked about sports. Mm-hmm. And he's a big sports guy. Can he talk about Nick Bosa? <laughs> oh, I think he can. <laughs> that's that's transcendent sports. That's I'm going to write to it. I don't know. I'm going to write to it. 
you know. Um, so. Nick Bosa, we talked about a little bit last week. He got drafted number two overall. He did. They took him number two. He piece of shit. San Francisco 49ers took he him. He is a cowardly piece of shit. He had some anti-Kaepernick <laughs> tweets that he deleted. <laughs> um, he deleted them leading mm. up to the draft. He also had some tweets about like Beyonce or whatever. He deleted them. Beyonce, Black Panther. The deleted tweets Just are one thing. Anything with block in it. The <laughs> thing about following accounts like on Instagram where the guy is doing the OK sign in his picture and shit. Yeah. That's following like seeking that message out. Right. It's one like to say Beyonce's music tr- is trash because he didn't like her ha- halftime show. Yeah. Um. That's one level. The next level, the evolution of that is the. This guy's when the red hat is making sense. Yeah. Know, which he seems to have gone to. Right. Yeah. So then Bosa, uh, the, the 49ers are picking second. Mm-hmm. The first pick was a quarterback. Yeah, Kyler, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. A Heisman winner, right? Yeah. Heisman. Heisman winner. Um, basketball or baseball, baseball like first number, round pick. Number first round pick. I think it was a first yeah. round pick. First round pick. Baseball. Just, let me double check. He had guaranteed money, five million dollar contract. Yeah. Yeah. First round pick that he he turned down. I, I think, think it was, was a first round pick. He was. Um, I want to say he was like a top five pick. Yeah, he had to make a choice between either baseball, baseball, or, or and he waited until the last minute. He took football. I don't know why he did that, but. Um, and also, he might he might try to do both. That baseball money is crazy. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's one of those guys, those rare talents. Yeah, that he's a superior athlete. Can do both. So he goes number one overall. Um, let's he see. He was initially set to play as an infielder for the Texas A&M Aggies baseball team in the 2016 season until he announced his, depart- announced his departure from Texas A&M. Um, so he kind of had this tug of war in college of yeah. like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Uh, despite... Murray's reported intention to continue his football career. The Oakland Athletics, Athletics selected Murray with the ninth overall selection nine. of the 2018 MLB draft. You know how many rounds they got in their draft? He signed a $4.66 million signing bonus. Prior to his junior year with the football team, Murray said he would report to spring training in 2019 to begin his professional baseball career. However, following his Heisman Trophy winning 2018 season, he would forego his senior year and enter the NFL draft. The A's retain his rights should he return to baseball. I assume you get to keep the money if they retain your rights. That was part. I think that was part of the contract. Like we're going to pay you, and you're going to be with us if you come to baseball. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, there's more longevity in baseball. Right. Yeah. It's probably harder to make it because college players. I mean, he's ninth overall, but the the stars come out of usually the farm systems. If they take you in the first round, though. Baseball, it means you're, baseball don't fuck around. If like you're a that. baseball non-star, you yeah. make more money you than make, a football, yeah, football star. star. Yeah, and you play longer. I right. mean, so even if he's just like a solid, every Utility three years player. makes the all-star all-star team, yeah. gets like three Gold Gloves for in a 15-year career, like a good player, not a super superstar, he'll earn more in right. baseball. Um, with maybe less, he just wants his summers off. Body punishment, much less. Mm-hmm. So. I guess we shall see on that. But he went first. Nick Bosa then was on the board. He went to San Francisco. Ironically, or maybe not ironically, but Colin Kaepernick's old team. And um, Hence the, the tweet scrubbing. Yeah. Well, yeah. And also Kaepernick is a guy who expressed political opinions publicly and was ostracized. Nick Bosa has not been – he hasn't knelt. He hasn't done anything to the level of Kaepernick in terms of being public. But he's also just out of college. 
but he has expressed his political views, and people were celebrating the fact that oh, he's guys like you know he's he's looking at the world, he has opinions. People yeah. on the right like love that about him, and of course Donald Trump praised him on Twitter. Yeah. As the number one pick in the, in the NFL draft. Well, he just congratulated him for going number two, but I think he right. congratulated him because Bosa had taken heat for being basically a MAGA guy, so Trump right. has yeah. his back. So I said on Twitter and Facebook that um, <laughs> the Bosa jersey is going to be the MAGA it's hat be, style it's be a MAGA hat Bosa jersey. taunt. It's going to be a taunt toward people. Whether he wants it or not, he needs to get out in front of that because that's going to happen. Yeah. He's, he doesn't want to get out in front of it. Yeah. He, he, he's trying to with like a wink and a nudge or with a wink and a grin, taking everything down. Yeah. I'm just ready to hear. I love the Bay Area and I'm excited to play there. I was a little insensitive in some of the things I said on social media. I've learned a lot in the past few months. I'm just ready to move forward in that. Put it in the past or bring the faithful some wins. Really? Yeah. He just wants to put his head down and get to work. And then the ob- obviously Dave Zyron's like, well, the obvious double standards that play here are outrageous. ESPN's re- – this is the one that kind of caught my eye. ESPN's resident draft expert Todd McShay said before the draft that I don't think it's going to affect his draft stock. I can't imagine, and I've talked to some teams, a team saying we're going to pass on this because he's left or right wing. That, that, it's not – comparable what what on the left is comparable to liking a um into racism racism what what's yeah. comparable to it um that's that false equivalency bullshit yeah that's uh, both sides man yeah it's like if you have a number line and there's a zero in the middle right and to the left it goes up to negative 10 and to the right it goes up to positive 100 yeah and you can say the extreme left and the extreme right but the extreme left doesn't extend past and they do, there are extreme left people but they don't hold office and they stuff. don't hold office they hold no sway in the they're not talking heads party. on fox news yeah. or <laughs> msnbc like legitimately coming on right. and and putting their viewpoints out there the extreme there are far more people at least toward the extreme right that are given a platform i don't even look at it as an extreme right it's well, just if, the right. I'm saying if you're look if you're looking at the yeah. edge, if you're going to try to say it like right. that, I guess. But it's just you know, the right. There are people like Gavin McGinnis who you know are, until fairly recently was seen as somewhat legitimate. Uh, there are people who again hold office or at least have their points of view put into the mainstream, even though they're on the far right, the far left, the fucking you know the code pink, and all the like. Those are those are seen as fringe. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and they're not really. They're not really holding office. They're not saying they're well, not they're doing fringe those inside the party. The party doesn't court those people. No, well, people will call like AOC yeah. fringe. They'll say she's, she's a socialist not. or a <laughs> communist or whatever. Yeah, what well, they use that as a slur yeah. against her when she's not. But you won't call people on the right. Won't call Steve King a far right guy. Well, or, also socialist or even a racist is not the opposite of racist. Like, right. it's still not equivalent. It is to them. Yeah, because they want socialists to be. To be, if racist is the worst thing, then what's something that we can call them that's the worst thing? Mm. So, Equality. So yeah. <laughs> look at exactly, them. they want the gays so to be we'll able to call be them. Happy. E- we'll call them equalityites. Yeah. <laughs> you know, look at them. They want freedom. That's they the want their real reparations. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. all, and what uh, usually on a show like this, Todd Mache says that, and nobody says nobody says just basically what I said. What's the equivalent? There's no equivalent between like, right. what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, 
as David Hyman said, this is willful political blindness. The evidence shows that a black player who's expresses anti-racist ideals will find themselves blackballed from the league, like Colin Kaepernick, or harassed and drug tested repeatedly, like Aaron Reed. White players, like quarterback Josh Rosen, who have expressed anti-Trump views, find their draft stock diminished and their character called into question. But being not only pro-Trump, but also expressing affection for the ugliest parts of Trump's white nationalist base is a non-issue. In Bosa's place, it may have even been a plus in the eyes of Republican general manager John Lynch. Oh, yeah, those those old football guys. Yeah. There are a lot of uh, Republican kind of old Midwestern corn-fed mm-hmm. football guys. Let's get out there and do some hitting, guys. <laughs> John Lynch seems like one of those guys. It's Knock more than off. a guy by the name of uh, Doug Ferrer wrote for Touchdown Wire. It's more than in the modern NFL. There seems to be a benefit of the doubt given athletes on one side of the political, ideological, and racial spectrum that is not shared equally throughout the whole picture, and no amount of social media scrubbing can change that. Now we'll sit back and gauge the reaction of Bullshit Future's teammates, including cornerback Richard Sherman, who has spoken out repeatedly against racism in the past, and players who are so sympathetic towards Kaepernick. Players feel more truly free in the, post, in the post-Kaepernick era. I push back against that. That made me feeling free to tell this rookie that they think of his political leanings. I push, I push against all of that, except maybe Richard Sherman saying something to him because Richard Sherman is in the last of his career, and I don't think he gives a fuck at this point. Right. He, he never he, gave a fuck. Well, he never he's, cared in Seattle. Yeah, he so <laughs> he's at the last parts of his career now, so he really don't care. Anyone no a Super Bowl? You know, yeah, he don't care. You know, he's got the mentality of a 50-year-old man. Yeah. <laughs> so he really don't care at this point. Yeah. But the other guys, you know what they do in the NFL. We just got to put our heads down. We just got to... I'm just thankful to be here. We just got to play, and we, we're a team. He's my teammate, and I got to support him because it's team cohesion, and they, and I'm going to collect my check on Friday. Right. When it comes to the NFL, I always ask, what would Shannon Sharp do? I mean, Shannon Sharp as a 50-year-old man is different than as a player, too, Yeah, because he's more outspoken. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and when he was a player, he was, he, he was pretty uh, – Free talker. He wasn't doing the yeah. old uh, platitudes about just trying to help the team win and hundred ten percent. That's but, why he's on television now. Yeah, <laughs> but I think now, like he's even more like willing to just say exactly what's on his mind yeah. because he doesn't have. He's older, you know. Just he's he's a fifty year old man. He's got a, a yeah. bigger worldview. No. But I mean, nope. in the NBA, you do have people who will say openly, "Black Lives Matter." And for a lot of people on the right, racism is the opposite. Like, that's an extreme to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's an extreme left position is yeah. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is the equal yeah. to, just like the Black Panthers are equal to the KKK. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? Or, yeah, there's a bunch of examples of that. But in the NBA, you, you're a little more free to be openly left. In the NFL, you're not, not so much. Yeah. You know? You can be like a rebel. You can be like Jim McMahon and be like uh, anti-establishment. But you can't be politically left without catching some flack from the fans. Yeah. And on the right, I'm sure you, I'm sure you can catch some flack as well. But the idea of like the Midwestern football player loves to go hunt on the weekends. And I got Republican my shotgun. Guy, yeah. 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 Like that's that drive a truck. Right in, <laughs> Where my right Wranglers? Yeah, I got, I got. Uh, everything's camouflage. Praise uh, white Jesus. <laughs> those, those people are praised as opposed to. Yeah, but you gotta look at the. Yeah, you know, I like to go to club every now and then. And a thug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look at the NFL fan base too. I mean, it's just you know they're down south, yeah. Texas, you know. <laughs> yeah, like it's a huge red state. A lot of country music in those commercials. Yeah, you know, there's a reason. 
four tough stuff. It's tough to watch. <laughs> me and the queen were talking about it the other day. It's really tough for me to watch sports now and to listen to sports commentary because of stuff like what Todd McShay said. Yeah. You know, and no one pushes back. No one tells him, get the fuck out of here. No one does that. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to seek out the Shannon Sharp of yeah. the world. You have to seek that out. You have to seek out Jamel Hill's new podcast, which is great. I love I love her podcast too. Yeah, did you listen her. to the Barkley one? Yeah. I was surprised with Mr. Respectability Politics, Charles Barkley, listening to him. Mm-hmm. But even then, I still have problems with it. For those who don't know, Jamel Hill has a new podcast out. Unbothered. It's good. She just was on the, the Black Eye Tips. Shout out Unbothered? with Rod and Kara. Yes. Is that what it is? Yes, because she does a segment at I'm, I'm Bothered By at the end of the ah, thing. okay. It's Unbothered by Jamel Hill. And um, she had Barkley on, and I saw it come up, and I was like, I ain't listen to this shit. Yeah. And somebody tweeted at her and said the same thing, basically. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I think you'd be surprised. So yeah. I said, all right. So I listened to it, and it was surprising. Yeah. I shouldn't say surprising. Granddad Barkley. But it's just... Um, it's like he walks this weird respectability politics line that I don't like. Mm-hmm. You know, some of it could just be um, just a difference of opinion on things because he, he's now, he's older than me. So I just got to accept that. Yeah. Listening to him <laughs> As talk. a 60 year old man. <laughs> yeah. He's older than me. So I just got to say, this is that, this is what he thinks. And, yeah. you know, but he's, he talked about, you heard the one we talked about Tiger. Yeah. Yeah. He talked about. You know, not fucking with Tiger anymore, basically, because Tiger don't want to fuck with the black community. That's what Jamel Hill, she was saying that, too. It's hard rooting for Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of separate it in your mind. I'm rooting for you strictly as the athlete. Yeah. As I ain't it, rooting for nothing else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> while you're fucking with this dude, while you have purposely tried to distance yourself from the black community and I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I'm just, no, I know what I see. (laughs) And you're trying to distance yourself from the black community and I don't like it. You know, Barkley said he went to him about starting initiatives for golf in the inner city and stuff like that. Right. I was like, no. Hmm. (laughs) For what? Yeah. I'm Tiger Woods. It's the same (laughs) thing with Jackie Robinson's widow asked him to come to a thing for Jackie Robinson. Yeah. No, I have meetings. No, you're just in Mexico partying because you yeah. don't want to be around black shit. Yeah. That's a conscious choice. I don't know why he's making that choice, and I don't care to examine the why. I don't know. Other than when he was that that clip when he was 15, he's never really nope. He's shied away from any, maybe uh, maybe he was bullied as a kid. He was by white kids. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. talked about it. Yeah. They tied him to a tree and spray painted him. White kids did that to him on a golf course. He's talked about it. You know. Mm. And as and as Jamel and Charles said, when you get in trouble, that's when you find out how black you are. The minute uh, you get in trouble, and black people held him down while he was in trouble, we held him down. Still buying those Tiger Woods shoes, just yeah. like we always do. We held it's, him down. Uh, OJ with the kufi on. Yeah, yeah. that's what he, t- he talked about. OJ, the thing. <laughs> it was like like OJ tried to jump back in to being black. Right. You know, we held you down. I don't think we held OJ down at all. No, he tried. He made the attempt though. Yeah, but we held you. We held Tiger Woods down, and then now he's got fame and. Now the white world, but like Charles was saying, it's like so this world embraces you again, they're going to turn right on you again. Right. Yeah. They turned on you quickly. My guess is because, you know why they turned on him? Because, listen, we allowed you into this world. We gave you this white woman. Right. And this is how you repay us by treating her like this. How dare you do this? I get on national TV and apologize. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if you and, want and us to be a part of this again, you better apologize. No matter how many times him. that world pushes him away, he might just deep down want their acceptance. So he'll keep. I ain't back. even know. I don't yeah. even think it's deep down. I don't think it's might. I don't think it's deep I'm down. I'm saying, like, ev- eventually, <laughs> sometimes people are like, well, you keep pushing me away, I'll stop. Yeah. But he might 
always have that. So in deep down inside, he might that might never break that part yeah, of him. Yeah. So he'll always just like, well, let me back in, guys. Uh, yeah. Can I come back? And he doesn't want to turn. Basically, it's a heel turn. It shouldn't be. Yeah. But it would be a heel turn Uh-oh. in golf for him to start talking about black shit. Right. And for him to start talking about shit that affects him and people in his family and stuff is is like would be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you got you got to think about the fact because of his skin color. How yeah. many? How many? Because and he's playing golf. The fight he had to fight just to get on certain golf courses to be Absolutely. accepted. So he's like, I don't want to have to go through all this again just so I can play the sport that I love. I mean, I'm not gonna, right? You know, especially when there's so many golf courses that still don't allow blacks to be a part of the mm-hmm. members. Yeah, be members of their golf. What are you course. doing to change that though? He's he's gonna keep playing golf. <laughs> like if you know you went through these things, yeah, it's sort of like is the, it is it incumbent upon you? to work to change that for the next person coming behind you. Yeah, it's like the... Um, I think it is. I call it the Barack Obama effect is, you know, when some people say, Barack has done for black people. I'm like, he's done a lot because uh, my kids now know they, they could become president. Mm-hmm. They don't have to say I could be the first black mm-hmm. president. They can say they could be the next the next mm-hmm. black president. Uh, you know, with this, he could have... You know, it's not good enough for him to be Tiger Woods playing golf. He should have done something to make sure that kids behind him don't mm-hmm. have to go through the fact that was Barclays thing yeah and I you know people say you shouldn't expect that of him I've heard that one well it's not his job you shouldn't expect it of him well shouldn't you yeah <laughs> right. you probably don't have to think like that we have to think like that well and the thing is too he's like Tiger was at age 22 or 21 mm-hmm. maybe he would have been clumsy about that and it would have been like uh just not it would he wouldn't have known how to go about that but as a 43 year old man, man like, yeah, as a grown man with two kids you've been through yeah. you've been through some life and death shit you almost lost your career there's a point when you sort of get into your 40s where you kind of stop giving a shit about yeah. those things and he seems to have stopped giving a shit about a lot of things yeah. not that though um, but that thing is not something he's maybe he never gave a shit about it maybe that's just he's always been true to how he feels about that which is like not my problem basically mm-hmm. like someone else can fight that fight but if he's been holding back on fighting that fight, he's at an age where people generally stop holding back on those things and the real them comes out. So maybe in the next couple of years we'll see that. Mm-hmm. But Or we'll just see that, oh, he never had that in him to right. begin with. But this is the point in people's life. Like we're talking about Shannon Sharp. Like this is the point. When you get to this age, you're like, I'm going to be more free, yeah. more open. And things that I was afraid to say, I'm not afraid to say anymore. I mean, this guy's one of the best golfers, maybe the best, arguably the best of all time. On paper, someone has more titles, but talent-wise, he's the best. Yeah. So at some point, maybe he'll wake up and say, "I'm gonna yes and my opinions." Yeah, maybe I'll just yes and <laughs> Serena know? Williams has been yes anding her opinions for She'll years. She'll be going yeah. off. So is Venus yeah. for years. You know. But when they were 17, 18, 20, like it's like. But you know, Richard, but Richard was there, and Richard yeah. was a different beast than Earl. Right. <laughs> but when they were younger, it's like they're not going to be as articulate about yeah. that stuff as they are when they're older. They don't have the life experience or the the wealth of knowledge yet tiger's at the point now where that's not no longer an excuse of like right, he's just in his right, 20s right he's so focused on golf it's just golf 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 he doesn't even know what's going on in the world and that's over now yeah you well know? you had years now to be with yourself yeah to work out your to at least i hope you got some help trying yeah. to work out these demons with the women and everything and, and what are you trying to fill up inside of you 
Are your kids helping you fill that space? Yeah. It looked, yeah, it was a great moment with him and his son. Fantastic. Mm. The the Nike video that they did afterwards with all the people and Jamel talked about that because she's in one of the videos. She was like, I, yeah, I know. I know people. Y'all keep coming at me right. about this fucking thing. I said, well, of course I said it. You know why I said it? Because he said it. <laughs> because he said I That'd thought be funny I if they showed over. him saying it on the video. Yeah. The Nike commercial. Him saying it and he was like, wait, who's this guy? <laughs> the fuck that? Oh, it's me. My bad. He said, I thought I was completely done, you yeah. know, just playing playing golf for fun, not playing golf competitively anymore. Right. You know, so, you know, he's evolving now and, and moving forward. And all those moments are great. But I can't get past the fact that Donald Trump, you still call Donald Trump your friend. I can't yeah. get past yeah. that. Just like I can't really bend my mind around the fact that Charles Barkley is friends with Jared Kushner. Mm-hmm. I can't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know why? Because Jared Kushner tried to help a man who had a man cut up with a bone saw hide it. Yeah. I'm not talking about a dude who was selling some weight and you right. <laughs> you know a guy who, who moves a little weight every now and then or yeah. you know what I mean? So, no, I'm talking about a dude who had some goons jump on a dude and cut him up with a bone saw. While listening, to, while listening to NWA, probably, probably, <laughs> and then you help, and then you try to help him figure out a way to hide that. No. And now I'm your friend? No, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, dog. No, no way. You're something's wrong with you inside. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, or, I don't want to hear me. Unless you're just friends with him for convenience, because you don't want to get put on a plane to Saudi Arabia to get cut up with a bone saw. saw. <laughs> yeah. And Barkley's yeah. like, yeah, we're still friends. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And she never, she didn't push him on that. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't care for that. I would have pushed him on it. But mm-hmm. I, he wasn't on the woke files though. You yeah. Know, Jamel Hill's a different show. Yeah. But I like the things he said about it. He always made a point to talk to black reporters. He'd talk, do anything with black podcasting, black this, black that, because the black people aren't getting these shots. And he's like, and it's just different when, when you're talking. This is just a different, whole different listening experience that's why black podcasts are so important now it's just a different i think it's just a different vibe yeah well you know with uh with tiger he talked about his sort of uh struggles with identity when he was a kid yeah which i'm sure spilled into over into adulthood put that shit on his dad again and then his dad dying and him trying to like train like a navy seal and connect with again trying to find some identity to connect to his identity that he settled on was just golfer yeah and so it's it's possible that he doesn't really have connection to like racial identity. He doesn't. He clearly uh, doesn't. Or has never even, even now at this age, has never sort of had that mm-hmm. awakened within him. His identity is golfer. That's who he is, and he just needs to pursue that only yeah. because that's that's the only time he feels, you know, like who he is. My guess would be that his his dad didn't model racial identity towards him. Yeah. Like my dad did without even saying anything. He just modeled it towards the shit was around the house. And said, I would be willing to bet you that that statement that he made about playing in the Masters, that comes from something his father was saying. Yeah. Probably telling some people. But other than that, he never really modeled anything about that. His father modeled other whack shit to him. If you read that long <laughs> article that was written in ESPN, his father modeled some whack shit to him yeah. and it showed up. <laughs> like infidelity? Just, was I there a story know. about that? Yeah, he, yeah, there was a thing about it. But it wasn't so much that as that his father didn't treat him like 
father and son. They were like buddies. Hey, okay. it's my buddy. Right. So hey, Tiger. Right. <laughs> that's that's the thing. It's right. Not so much about the infidelities and stuff like that. It's so just, it's, it's just not going to be instilling values. As much, right? Because they're you. You don't tell your buddy that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Get these so, homes <laughs> again. I hope Tiger has figured it out and moved for for his own sake with his own children, right? You know, well, it, trying it to raise a daughter, he's man. trying to raise a daughter, not only a son. Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to raise a daughter. It's man. tricky when you got a, a son and a daughter. From yeah. personal experience, it's tricky because what you say to one. You say it to the other, but I just say it to both of them. Say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just say the same thing. So you, you give them the same advice? You think same it's advice. Gonna, yeah. do, you, do you do that thing? Do you really? Yeah, give them the same advice. It, it's it's you don't tricky. Try to, you don't try to tailor I, I tr- advice because they're going through different things? It just depends. Yeah. It, just, it just depends. Like, you know, I like my son, and I try, I try to teach him the art of hard work. And, and you know, because you're, you're, you're a black man in America. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be handed to you. Yeah. And my daughter, I'm like, you got a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a black woman. You have yeah. a chance. She has her whole, she has a whole, yeah. you know, your wife can, will be able to talk to her more yeah. about that. Because we're, we're reaching a new stage in, um, in her, her, her growth. Yeah. Because um, she's, she's getting bosoms now. I'm yeah, like, that is your area. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be scared of that. Yeah, I, I like I, 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 I told her. I said I looked at my wife one day, and I looked at my daughter, and I was like, "It's happening." <laughs> She's got the you know the, they call them um, blossom the, the buds. buds. Yeah, the buds. So like yeah, so I looked at her. How old is she? Nah. Nah. Okay. Yeah. Happens early. It started so the one time my daughter put put my arm. She likes to put my arm around her, mm-hmm. and she she gets up underneath my arm, so my arm is running down her chest. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is my arm in between titties? <laughs> That's not what I'm feeling. Yeah. My, I know my arm is not resting in the beginnings of a titty valley. Yeah. I know that's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. That's that probably happen? what's happening. Yeah. That's yeah. not happening. And that's the reason why I'm going to get another gun. Now. Yeah. <laughs> bralettes started showing up in the house. Yeah. So now there's bra. She wears the little bralettes. Mm-hmm. You know, I was folding her clothes the other day. Am I folding bralettes? <laughs> Is that what I'm doing? I'm folding As a 50-year-old man. Bras? <laughs> Am I folding bras here? She wants she wants big girl panties, which yeah. are satin. I refuse to call her uh, her panties panties. I'm like, they're draws? Draws? No. <laughs> draws. No. Big girl draws. Yeah, big girl draws. wanted her. She saw some. I've talked about it also on the podcast. And she, she I think Amy brought home. Said, oh, these would be cute. I was like, hmm. <laughs> this is the beginning of it. <laughs> so now she only wants big girl panties. Yeah. I'm like, the thong is coming. Yeah. And she's going to be a big booty girl. And I'm like, the thong is coming. It's coming. It has to be coming. There's no way it can stop. I can't stop that. It's a 50 year old man. Yeah. Can't stop it. I can't stop that. It's, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> that thong is coming. I can't stop it. But you're still going to be surprised when it shows up. Yeah. And then I'm going to be doing wash one day. I'm like, am I folding <laughs> a thong? Taking it back. That's when I stop doing the laundry. Right. That's when I right. stop. That's when the laundry gets stopped being, being done. You're doing your own laundry now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking a walk <laughs> this is it for me <laughs> so yeah. I'm gonna clean my gun uh, yeah. I don't do laundry anymore my wife would look at me in the closet she was like babe I was like what Cause I saw her first she didn't really acknowledge it she was like She's getting press. <laughs> and I was like, I trained for this. And I reached up and got the 45. <laughs> How I like, make sure this thing is clean. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you just, I'm just not prepared for that. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm not mentally ready. Because she's, she's still your little girl. 
Yeah, she's he my just, baby. That's why I call her my baby all the time. Uh, like, like, I remember I used to hold you like this. I got the picture. It was like it went yeah. off. I tell her that sometimes. I used to put my foot in the palm of your hand. You could put your foot in the palm of my hand. Right, yeah. right here. Your foot would fit right here. <laughs> going yeah. long, going across my hand. Not, right. not from not from the bottom to the fingers. The other <laughs> way. So your foot would fit right here. We would sit on a chair. Yeah. I'd put your little foot in my hand. I'd hold your foot. <laughs> Look at your big ass foot now. <laughs> yeah. Your foot was smaller than this gun. <laughs> you were smaller than this gun. <laughs> big ass foot now. That shit went pedicure. It's like, God damn it. What is happening? Huh? Yeah. Push my cuticles back, Daddy. What the hell? She hasn't really talked about liking any little boys yet. Yeah. Nor little girls. So yeah. I don't know what's going on. Oh. She uh, talked about that. So yet. she doesn't have a celebrity crush yet? No. Like a boy band type thing. She's had, we've been to dances, like the little, they do the dance at school and we'll all go and some little boy asks her to dance, she'll go dance with him. Yeah. Mm. Badly, but. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of jumping around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of bad jumping, a lot of bad dancing. <laughs> yeah. She had, uh, I took my daughter uh, bike riding and I've uh, got a little friend named Sean. I won't stay on this too long. A uh, little friend named Sean and, um, so she was riding her bike and uh, she was still learning. She got tired because there's like a little hill that goes into the pipe stem. And Sean was there. She was like, hey, Sean. Oh. <laughs> and then yeah. Sean was like, hey, Deja. And then like she looked back to see if Sean was looking. And I caught it. I know that look. I caught it. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Sean is going back in the house. What the hell are you looking back at Sean for? <laughs> what the hell is happening? Just looking at her friend. Sure, that's what my wife tried to tell me. I'm like, I know that damn uh-huh. look. What the uh-huh. hell are y'all looking at? I think you I think you're inventing things. That's what I think you're doing. <laughs> Baby. I could be. But I'm ready. I'm going to go clean the gun. <laughs> Are you trying to say that she was looking after that dick? You know what you're trying to say? I think you just. I train for days like this. <laughs> go get some shotgun. Uh, yeah, uh, I saw the video, by the way, your ring doorbell video of a man walking through your, your red mulch. <laughs> I was, Somebody walked through the bloody mulch? I was pissed. I was, was a at, UPS driver, right? I was pissed. Backstory. So <laughs> yeah, there's a backstory. Yeah, I'm not gonna stay on this too long. Man, a lot of a lot of gun cleaning going on at your house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what happened was uh I ordered some um I got the the LeBron Martins, the, the shoes inspired by the Mar- Martin Martin Lawrence show. Okay. All right, so uh I guess the UPS guy has said that he delivered the shoes. So you got a notification saying they were delivered? Yeah, the email. Yeah. But I looked at my ring. And realized that there was no notification that someone came to my front door because it gives you the motion sensor and all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So okay. I call, so I called UPS and I was like, "Hey, my package wasn't delivered. It said it was delivered, but it wasn't delivered because I have the ring. Uh-huh. And like, we're gonna call the driver." So okay. the driver pulled up, and that's why I showed the video. He was mad. I guess dispatch said, "Hey, man, you didn't drop this man's package off like yeah. you said." Yeah. He wrote. He stomped. <laughs> He was mad at uh, you. He stomped on my mo- he, he he hit my doorbell <laughs> with an attitude. Yeah, and I think he said "son of a bitch" and then <laughs> threw my package down. Yeah, I'm gonna do, is the video online? Is it still on like Facebook or whatever? Yes, uh, I'm gonna see if we can turn it up a little bit, see if we can hear because it does. He grumbles something. <laughs> um, it felt like he said "bitch." He called me a bitch. On the yeah, and there's sure. one story I had sort of bookmarked that we didn't. We might get to about the uh, the dress code for parents at that school. Yeah, um, yeah, we need to talk about no, that. Uh, Speaking of parenting, also Tyreek Hill, that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Depends on t- how much time I got. Terrible for. human being. Where are we so, at? we're hour 18. So Both him and his wife ain't shit, Let's see. I'm scrolling back through your feed. This was a few days ago, right? Did yeah, you I think it was like Tuesday. Was it on Facebook? Too? Yeah, there it is. There it is. Um, okay, so we're going to... I'm going to turn this up a little bit. I'm going to back up. 
He comes walking up. He's the, the video starts with him foot in mulch. <laughs> That's how the video begins. Like the walking motion the sensor, because the doorbell. They don't wait for you to ring the doorbell. It catches your motion and starts recording at that point. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, this guy. Something like that. Something. What did you say Look about back. it? Yeah. To lead to that reaction, what did you say? I, he says something at the very beginning. I'm going to go back to the very beginning. He's, he's grumbling something as he walks up. Yeah, this guy. Something like that. Um, uh, so, like I said, I call it UPS. He walked yeah. through it twice, right? He walked, yeah, he walked up through it and then walked back through it. Oh, this yeah. guy. He doesn't understand. He doesn't respect bla- he the doesn't bloody respect, mulch. He doesn't respect the rare mulch. He's yeah. an asshole for that. <laughs> I'd rather him step on my damn Jordans and step on my rare mulch. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I call it UPS because yeah. you get an email. I guess the way that uh, whoever whoever shipped it to me, I got a notification through UPS that it was delivered. Yeah, well, he, sp- he, sp- he scans the barcode on the package yeah. that says he delivered it and then the notification comes to your email so he he must have scanned it prematurely yeah maybe to make his bosses think that he was further in his route exactly yeah and uh i found out because i got a friend who who uh works for i think it's fedex but he said sometimes they do that because they have a quota but how many packages they got delivered within a certain time frame yeah so he was doing that to say hey i never delivered this he was going back he was going to backtrack backtrack and deliver yeah but I didn't know that. All I know is I got an email that said my, my thing was on the porch. Right. If it's not, yeah, you, didn't see, my you went back and looked, you didn't see nothing. Yeah. 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 You don't want so you don't want a package thief taking it, so right. you don't see it. Yeah. So I just you know I just called UPS just to make sure everything was up. Maybe and he up. went to the wrong house. Yeah. Yeah. And he him got mad. <laughs> he was even more mad when he had to drop off my damn uh, entertainment center at six five <laughs> the next day. Oh, he was kicking all kinds of multi. <laughs> yeah. He did. Too. He had bloody shoes. <laughs> Red bottoms. <laughs> yeah, so he's mad because you because you fucked up his fucking up. Yeah, basically you, you expose <laughs> his fucking up. You fucked up his plan. Yeah, yeah he fucked up his my, fucked up plan. You fucked up his fucked up plan. This motherfucker and man. he fucked up my red mulch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker footprints in your red mulch. Yeah, in the bloody this, mulch. Come on, man. Yeah, the Got this bit. bloody mulch. <laughs> Come on, man. That's, and then he also like he kind of slammed your doorbell. He like yeah, because yeah. he's mad. An angry him, ring. Him Don't got, be mad at him. Be mad at yourself, punk ass. <laughs> you mad, did it. He was bad, boss. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet those guys, delivery drivers. I bet they hate these video doorbells. Oh yeah, that are popping up everywhere. Well, don't be scratching your balls or picking your nose yeah. when you walk up to the door. Yeah, don't be the Uber Eats guy reaching in your French fry bag <laughs> while he's waiting for you to come to the door. Hey, man, I ate a couple of the fries. Yeah. It's still cold. Yeah, yeah. I, do I smell fries on your breath, sir? No. They, they, they were cold. Uh, so I wonder if he'll get reprimanded for that. I guess you, you wouldn't know. They wouldn't tell you. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I, I did I did at them. I at, I at UPS yeah. in my story. I at them. Did they get back to you? Nah. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I showed the video. I shared the video on social media, on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. Had a few shares. Uh, UPS at they at them. So yeah, let me see. I I you know I ain't, I ain't for getting nobody in trouble. You know whatever. Right. I but, I did uh, a DMs with Comcast. Comcast cares. I think <laughs> is their uh, the, their team that resolves disputes. I DM them a couple times. <laughs> they got back to me through DM. I, I'd seen people at them before on Twitter and they respond. Yeah. But I was like, I, you know, usually those are like verified accounts and they don't want the bad PR. But I just sent them a, because I had tried calling and going in the chat on their website mm-hmm. and nothing was working. So I hit them on, on Twitter and they actually responded. Yeah. And they're like, what's your account number? And this and that. They still, 
didn't fix what I wanted fixed. But, <laughs> uh, they did actually. Someone's manning that account. Yeah, you know? I did. Um, I did that to Spirit Airlines. I had a, a bad experience. I went to when I went to L.A. a couple of years ago. I flew Spirit, and um, I was like, "Man, Spirit is trash." And this, da, 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 da. and I, I was all, I was going in on Twitter. They were like, "Hey, Mr. Brown," they, they followed me first. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Hey, we heard you had a turbo spirits." Beat us in our inbox. Yeah, <laughs> I ended up getting a refund for all the bags that they they sold me that I had to pay for. Yeah, here they got to pay for the storage and stuff like that. And I was like, "Whatever." But yeah. shame these corporations. Yeah, do yeah. it on Twitter. They were like, "Oh God, follow yeah. you." <laughs> just something. What was the story you wanted to close? Well, there's the dress code for parents. Let's do the dress at code at school. Mm-hmm. You got a, you got a. I thought I had it. Uh, let me see. I, I know I had it up a second ago. Because this is a black principal, right? Of course it is. Um, <laughs> of course. Yeah, it is. there was. A, it was a school. It's a black a, principal would think that she could get away with some doing some saying some shit like that. A black, a, a black. Uh, she's course, a woman too. Of course it is. Yeah, it's respectable. Oh, is that why a lot of the rules were about like <laughs> things is. that women put in their hair? Exactly. Um, of course it is. I thought about that as I was. I was like, of course. <laughs> Look, if you're a white person, you bring this shit out. Yeah. The community is gonna come after you with both barrels smoking, so you ain't gonna do no shit like this. Yeah. Plus, it's amusing to white folks when they see black people dressed like that. Some yeah. amusing shit. Yeah. But this black woman, she feels some sort of connected shame to this. Yeah. And by the way, as a parent, listen, you're not gonna take away my ability to shame my child. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I live my listen, life. Listen, keep fucking around, and I'll come up to that school. Yeah. <laughs> in some fucking pajamas and some footies. Yeah. yeah. And just walk around in front of your fucking friends. You ain't gonna take away my ability to do that to my kids. Yeah. I'm try <laughs> you know. To it again. I didn't yeah, see it. Your mama come up in the, come up in the, you know, who mama that? Yeah. <laughs> your mama would come up in the house dress. I caught off of work for this with the mules. <laughs> with the house dress with the mules. You ain't gonna take that. Ability away. So this is a dress code for parents. Yeah. Texas schools dress code for parents bans, quote, sagging pants, pajamas, hair rollers, and more. Mm-hmm. A Houston high school announced earlier this month that parents would need to conform to a dress code to be permitted to enter the school. A policy that has drawn media attention and scrutiny. The April 9th letter announcing the policy is linked on James Madison High School's homepage. It lists an array of clothing that parents are not permitted to wear inside the school or at school events, including a satin cap or bonnet on their head, hair rollers. A satin cap? You mean a do-rag? Um, <laughs> are those cotton, though? Are they satin? Satin. Satin. Uh, bonnet on the head, hair rollers, pajamas of any kind. Leggings that are showing your bottom and where your body is not covered from the front or back. So they want like a shirt, a longer shirt when you have leggings on, I guess. Sagging pants. Men wearing undershirts. (laughs) Like that wife beaters. Daisy Dukes. The school, which has a dress code for its students as well, according to Houston Independent School District, enacted the parental dress code to help create a professional educational environment. Carlotta Outley Brown, the school's principal, wrote in the letter, we have, to, we have to have standards. Most of all, we must have high standards. We, mu- we are preparing your children for a prosperous future. One day before the letter was dated, local TV station KPRC reported that Madison High School turned away a mother who said she wore a headscarf and a T-shirt dress featuring Marilyn Monroe. Jocelyn Lewis told the station that officials said she was in violation of the school's dress code. Mm-hmm. Lewis was at the school to register her daughter. Uh, critics of the policy have called it discriminatory, the Houston Chronicle reports. Um, Zef Capo, president of the Houston Federation of Teachers. Zef Capo? Z-E-P-H? C-A-P-O? That sounds like a, a comic book villain. 
<laughs> Zef Capo, uh, president of the Houston Federation of Teachers, specifically criticized the policy on women's hair, calling it classist, belittling, and dismissive. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry this principal may have had may have plenty of money and time to go to the hairdresser weekly and have her stuff done, Capo told the newspaper. However, or, I'm sorry, having a wrap on your head is not offensive. It should not be controversial. Mm-hmm. Um, and after she finished that statement, she climbed back into her hoverclap and flew back to her lair. Right. Away! <laughs> uh, Ashton P. Woods, who was a candidate for Houston City Council and founder of Black Lives Matter Houston, according to his Twitter bio, sharply criticized the policy in a tweet calling it elitism. Most of the parents likely cannot afford to comply with this dress code. Uh, the policy has found supporters on social media with some users citing the student dress code as a reason there should be a policy for parents as well. I hate those art, those sentences and articles. Some users on Twitter, it's like three people tweeted right. in yeah. support of this. Like, that, right. doesn't, that doesn't help it. That doesn't further this <laughs> article whatsoever. It, it was three people, mainstream. Yeah. One was a tr- Trump supporter. <laughs> some people said, and then linked to a tweet. Um, so that's the article there. And I don't know if have they had an update on that. The school walk back any of this? I don't think uh, so. Houston school launches dress code for parents. A lot of videos about it. So this is what you're telling me as a school. Yeah. If you think that a public institution can police the people whose taxes pay your salary. Yeah. Yes. What's the problem? That's <laughs> no problem. Ain't no problem. What's, what's the issue? That's what you're telling me. Uh, you're they, they're prohibiting me. Uh, low rider shorts, short dresses, low cut tops. What's a short dress? Um, that's a good question. Above the knee. What's a short top? Women oh. can't wear satin cap, hair curler, shower cap, or bonnet on their heads. What's a bonnet? Tell me what uh, a bonnet is. Yeah, is that like the old? Can you school? wear a baseball hat? Uh, that's, that's how about a Confederate flag shirt? Can you wear that? Hmm. No. How about Juggaloo makeup? Probably not. Can you wear that? He probably can't be a juggalo in, yeah. in this high school. Um, Rosemary Young was handed a copy of the new parental dress Can code. Can I wear clown shoes? When she wore a satin cap <laughs> uh, to pick up her son from the school. She said she was in a hurry because her younger son had broke his arm earlier. Mm-hmm. So she shows up in a satin cap to help her son with a broken arm, and they hand her a copy of the dress code. Um, it doesn't matter how a parent should come, Young told CNN. If we come here belligerent, out of control, things of that nature, that's what you have to police for. But what I wear should never be an issue. I'm not revealing. I'm not doing anything. I don't have any weapons. What ha- What are you going to do if I show up to pick my child up with some sagging jeans on? Are you not going to give me my child? I guess they're going to say you can't come in. So uh, we'll meet you out front, maybe? Go go to the sidewalk because you can't come on to the school property? Can I not? Can you keep me off school property? It's public. Again, it's a public institution. They can ban people. And I pay my taxes. Schools but can I'm not ban doing people. anything wrong. I'm, sure I'm not can, doing anything yeah. violent. I'm not doing anything um, untoward. I'm not breaking any laws. They yeah. might be able to stop you from coming in, though. So entering the school. So you wait outside. What happens if 300 people show up and everybody's got sagging jeans on? They all just walk in. Well, you know what? Now what? Lockdown. Put the cold red. Cold red. Put the chains on the door. This is what we trained for. <laughs> all right, guys. Active sagging drill. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they tried to pa- pass a law like that in Virginia Beach, that sagging law, where there yeah. was like no Timberlands, no jeans, no wife beaters. Yeah. It was That's very specific. The anti-black yep. law. We just yeah. don't want black people here. Yep. Yeah. They tried. This is a black woman trying to police other black people to make us look better because she's ashamed no. yeah what's she ashamed of i don't know 
Yeah. Uh, just do what we all do in that situation. Just talk shit about the person under your breath yeah. when they leave. Did you get your nudge your buttons? Did you see what the motherfuck that motherfucker had on? What the fuck is she thinking? that? How you gonna come up here? I'm Googling. I know she. I know this bitch didn't come up here. stain on her halter top. I know this bitch didn't come Okay. All right. I'm Googling like hair bonnets to see if there's something that I'm not maybe thinking of. Maybe they're talking about a hairnet maybe. I mean, are people walking around coming into schools with these on? Yes, the yes. hair bonnets. Because yes. my wife has one. And that keeps the hair ready. And then when you get to you get to the job, you take that off, comb it out, yep. and then get going. Good okay, to, good to go. So yeah. someone's showing up to the school with one of these on, and they're like, "You can't come in." I would assume uh, we can Skype with your kid in a broken arm. So yeah, I you would assume. On you. Uh, well, you better get the fuck out of my way. Let me go get my kid. In fact, uh, make it. Don't make it a video call because we don't want your kid to see you in a bonnet either. <laughs> hey, are are hoodies next? Oh, you know the hoodies. Oh, the hoodie, yeah. you know the Tell person. a man that you can't, you can't, you can't wear no hoodies. Is that a hood? No on that Timberlands. Shirt? No excessive jewelry. Right. Uh, no, no black and milds in your pocket. No, uh, you know. But first of all, who, anything. How can you tell a, a no grown, Hennessy in a bottle? No, a, a grown Hennessy. person, a grown person, what they can or cannot wear anyway. Well, you're not on a on the payroll. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Uh, My taxes. Pay for this public school. If I come into the school, what if I makes come to you the school, think that you can police? And me. I say, hey, I'm picking up Deja, and you look at me, you say, well, you can't, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because you, you got Timberland boots, you on. get on Timberlands on, which I wear frequently. Uh, your jeans are kind of saggy, and you have a hood on your jacket, so you can't pick up your daughter. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right. Clean the gun. You know what? Actually, I can pick up my daughter. You ain't gonna like. You ain't gonna like my way. I'll be. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess. Uh, I guess they would work out a system where they would make you wait out front. Yeah. I mean, maybe you just can't enter. They don't want because your kid is gonna see you dressed like that. Yeah. At home all the time. Mm-hmm. They don't want other kids to see you dressed like that. Yeah. Because that would distract them. But they see their parents at home all the time too. Yeah, wearing uh, t-shirts, undershirts, and, bonnets, and, perhaps. And it could be, and I, I, I'm gonna see if I can enunciate this big word properly. It could be emasculating too. You guys, okay. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Because you think about it, when um, if you if your child sees you across the street yeah. off school property, when you pick it, your child knows you're picking them up. And they're like, we would and you know the school administration. They'll make it a point. Well, your 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 daddy or your mama would have been in here had they not wore that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now your child is looking at you because they're very young and impersonable. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah. Why would you wear that? Now, now this is this opens up another box because your child right. doesn't look at what you're wearing as an issue. Only now they're looking at these adults saying, "Hey, this is an issue. Yo, look at what your mama's wearing. That's why she's across the street right now. Yeah. Don't you be like that." You know, X, Y, and Z. So, And what your mother is wearing is just a normal shit she wears every day. Yeah. Up to that point, it was never an issue. Now, the school would say the kids have a dress code. Mm-hmm. So we're instilling the idea of dress code already yeah. among them. I don't know. It doesn't say what the dress code is. But, you know, the school dress codes are usually like no yeah. bare midriff and no right, right, you know right. cleavage. And but this is the elementary school, though, right? This is a high school. High school. Oh, James high school? Madison High School. Okay. Yeah. So I wonder if uh, they'll just say this is an extension of our regular dress code. This is just how we. But parents are adults, yeah. right? You know, and also the kid broke his arm. Like, what do you? Do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, 
Hold on a second. Let's twirl around first, real quick. <laughs> right, right. Let us see. Uh, hold on. How low are your pants on that butt? How about stand in front of our ring doorbell camera? <laughs> Meanwhile, your, his son, her son is holding his shoulder together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. With art, art supplies that he got yeah. from fucking art class. Balling. Yeah. And you're outside the ring camera, like twirling around. Like, okay, hold on. Stop for a second. All right. Uh, can you pull your pants up before you come in? Like, okay. You got a belt? Uh, we got a we got a, a basket full of belts out front. You can use one and then return it when you leave. Yeah, like a like a fancy restaurant with it's, blazers. And uh, now that I, I, didn't, I thought it was a middle school movie, now we now I think about it, in high school you got to think about it too. Parents ain't coming up there that much anyway in the, in that high school range anyway, and for two reasons: other your child's in trouble, yeah, or you got a badass kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are only two, or you just doing like a regular mm-hmm. impromptu yeah. guidance counselor meeting. So there's yeah. only three reasons. Yeah. yeah. So outside of the first two I don't see a, a how reason. am I supposed to embarrass my child at school <laughs> yeah. you're not gonna lie you know. that's part of it that's part of the whole thing yeah I'm about so, to lay some embarrassment on this kid <laughs> you, you acting up I'll be back I'll be yeah. back yeah. come back part with of, a wife beater and some Timberland yeah. <laughs> and some, some sagging jean shorts I said jean shorts <laughs> Yeah. Yep. They're jean shorts. Whose daddy is that? Yeah. Oh, Why is he shit. wearing fat farm? <laughs> no fat farm. <laughs> no do rags. No fat farm. No mecca. No, no Carl Canai. <laughs> Cross colors. We're listening. <laughs> They're coming back. I see who's going to Parasukos. Yeah. We're coming for you. <laughs> of course, it's a black woman. It's a black woman trying to police other black people. Respectability politics 101. That shit never ended. Yeah. That, shit, that shit is eternal. Like the smell of color greens mm. <laughs> should ain't going nowhere maybe it just became a, like a, a huge issue at the school where there's layers adults and curlers walking it was around only an issue for this one all woman. over the place just <laughs> up and down it. the halls or she heard some she overheard some white people talking about it and yeah. felt embarrassed or she didn't want white people are looking at you and yeah. she that kind of shit right. look at these white people looking at you Look at him. Yeah. All these white people looking at you. Looking at you. Look at him. Exactly. That was the look conversation. It's, it's only like two of them, too. Look at all these white people looking at yeah, you. Two two other parents in the office. That's the letter on one their of them's got a One of them's got a Confederate flag t-shirt on. The other one's got a who farted t-shirt on. But but hair bonnet over here is a problem. <laughs> the headline starter. Look at these white people looking at you. <laughs> That's how the letter starts when they post on their website. Dear Parents. White people are looking at looking you. Looking at you. Oh, man. Somebody's on that grill. Here at know, James Madison <laughs> High School. I was thinking, but we I don't aware. shit around. I got to go to the store, so I couldn't go get all the... Oh, they actually have the letter on this website. Um, to prepare our children and let them know daily the appropriate attire they are supposed to wear when See? entering a building. See? Teaching respectability. Going somewhere, applying for a job, or visiting someone outside of the home setting. I'm going to enforce these guidelines on a daily basis at Madison High School. We're preparing our children for the future, and it begins here. Therefore, no one can enter the building or be on school premises wearing a satin cap or bonnet on their head for any reason in the building. You also cannot wear a shower cap of any kind in the building. Hair rollers will not be permitted in the building. Uh, By the way, there's no period on the end of that sentence. This is the principle. Pajamas of any kind will not be permitted in the building along with house shoes or any other attire that could possibly be pajamas, underwear, or home setting wear, such as flannel pajamas. I wear sweats. Can I wear sweats to walk into the school? Do you just come up from the gym? Can yeah. you go home first and um Yeah. Change? Take a shower, but don't wear don't wear a shower cap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, jeans that are torn from your buttocks 
to all the way down, showing lots of skin will not be permitted in the building or the premises. No period on that sentence. Leggings that are showing your bottom and where your body is not covered from the front or back will not be permitted in the building or and on the premises. Very low cut tops or revealing tops that you can see your busts, parentheses, breasts, <laughs> will not be permitted in the building or on the premises. Sagging pants, shorts, jeans will not be permitted in the building or on the premises. Men wearing undershirts will not be permitted in the building. No period. Short shorts, short comma shorts that are up to your behind will not be permitted on the premises and in the building. Daisy Dukes and low rider shorts will not be permitted. Dresses that are up to your behind will not be permitted on the premises. I guess that's like a mini skirt then. Something, Probably. Something that uh, has the ass hanging out the bottom. What about bloody shoes? Bloody <laughs> shoes. Bloody shoes. Please know, this part is underlined and bolded. Please know that if you break our school rules policies or do not follow one of these rules, you will not be permitted inside the school until your return appro- appropriately dressed for the school setting. Parents, we do value you as a, as a partner in your child's education. You are no, you your don't. child's first teacher. However, please know we have to have standards. Most of all, we must have high standards. We are preparing your child for mm-hmm. a prosperous future. That's respectfully politics. We want them to know what is appropriate and what is not appropriate for any setting they may be in. This is the professional educational environment where we are teaching our children what is right and what is correct or not correct. We value you. So you're teaching your children that their parents are not correct. Yeah, you should. Yeah. We value you, but we must ask to, you to value and follow the rules of the school environment. This guideline will apply to any or all events that happen inside, outside of Madison's premises. Thanks for understanding and being a partner in your child or children's education. If you have questions, please feel free to call. And that was the principal's letter. And then they also included it in Spanish. So there you go. Um. Yeah, what are you gonna do if a kid breaks his arm? If a kid's in distress, you're gonna make the parent please wait outside. Well, yeah. please wait out there. Please <laughs> wait outside. Yeah, your kid. We'll throw your son out the door for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do I can tell you. I'll I'll communicate back and forth. Let me go. Let me go talk to your child. Then I'll come back. Okay. Uh, he's screaming, "Mommy!" <laughs> <laughs> but I can't let you win. Tell you that uh, he's screaming for his mother. Uh, he's in a lot of pain. He broke his arm. Uh, but you can't come in because uh, it sounds like actually, and it also sounds like um, this school's and and I could be wrong, I'm not sure, but just from the email, it sound like it's more of an inner city school. It's local. in Houston, yeah. I don't know what it doesn't say what part of Houston or anything. Yeah. It's um, could it be in the middle matter. of the city or something. I don't yeah, know. Inner, inner city, low uh, low income. It doesn't really matter, but yeah. that's what it sounds like. Is she's trying to bring some sort of structure or whatever. Yeah, I mean, her intentions might be good. Yeah. You know? She could have that. Uh, what's that? Uh, we all celebrate Joe Clark. Yeah. And lean on me. He was yeah. old, he was about respect. You, you smoke crack, don't you? <laughs> you smoke crack, don't you? <laughs> so, you know. You trying to kill yourself, Agent? You know, she might just be a t- t- modern day Joe Clark. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah like, Joe Clark was misrespectful of politics, too. But hey, it all worked in the end, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> they, they got good high school. They got good scores. 
And the Fat Boy <laughs> They did. Their scores went up. Yeah. The song got better. The songs got better. Yeah. You know. The score went up. The Fat Boy didn't jump off the, yeah. off the roof. No jump one jumped off, off the roof. roof. He didn't kill himself. He stopped taking crack. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't stop being a sexual deviant yeah. uh, later on in life. But hey. And he has some drug issues later in life, too. Yeah. Yeah. Later in life, yeah, too. So but that's not in, in the real life. Let's stick on the movie. Yeah. <laughs> let's just focus on the movie. Let's focus on the movie. That's respectability politics. It's bullshit. You know, there's no more graffiti on the walls. You know, they, all I know is you're not taking away my ability to to, to shame up my child. You ain't doing that to me. <laughs> they already took away the ability just to, to, to do the sneak attack because now you just can't roll up in school. You got to <laughs> yeah, just walk in the first. class and sit down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just can't show up. Hey, I actually, hey, Mrs. Daniels, you didn't know I was gonna come today, but I didn't either. I'm gonna have a seat here right next to my daughter. <laughs> yeah, and you just keep teaching, and I'm just gonna look at her the whole time. Make sure she don't fuck it up for everybody. <laughs> I'm gonna stare at her. I'm gonna stare in the side of her head. <laughs> It's going to be awkward for everyone but me. <laughs> 30 people in this room are awkward as shit right now, but I not did, me. I'll never forget. I, I forget the dude's name. I forget, I forget the little boy's name. We was in the elementary school class. Yo, Park elementary school. And uh, Brandon, I'm going to just say his name was Brandon. Brandon's mom showed up in some scrubs because she was a nurse. And she just got off work at a 12-hour shift. And Brandon was acting bad. And she put this dude in a front face lock <laughs> and commenced to whoop his ass. I shouldn't be laughing at that. <laughs> but he was in the third, we was in third grade. So she Jesus put, Christ. And she was like, Papa, Papa, Papa. This, all you heard, ah, ah. That is, <laughs> it was like a little rodeo. That, so, is, <laughs> that is unacceptable. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. But, but, now but he needs that's a, what you're trying to stop. Yeah. <laughs> but now he that needs a knows, nurse. That doesn't know a dress code. <laughs> yeah. He needs a nurse now. And she can treat his problem. Because she's a she was she's a, a she, nurse. She was a nurse. She that is fury. You know how many people I watched die before I got here. <laughs> now I got now I got you coming. I can't even go decompress. But think of it. Look on the bright side. Imagine how much harder she would have hit him if she didn't just work for twelve hours. That's yeah, true. she was tired. Yeah, he got that's a late round. Yeah, she was, <laughs> you know she she's was. she's clenching a lot. She's not hitting. <laughs> I've never seen anybody. I've I've been beat in several different ways. I've never got put in the front face lock. <laughs> <laughs> in front of the whole class. In front of the whole class. Now, see, I don't go that far. I just show up. I'm telling you, that, that, the wife beater in the jean shorts. <laughs> coming up there at some point. <laughs> wife beater in jean shorts. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it was like right before lunchtime, too. So she, she ended up going home. So he still had to wait another four hours. He, he yeah. stood. He still had to. We he had to just. Y'all just had to look at him all the time. <laughs> like that. Shit. That happened, man. <laughs> he tried to like, yeah. So two plus two. No, this right, happened. Back to work. Back <laughs> to work. Jesus Christ. This happened. That that right there. That is. And that boy is now in jail. Yeah, he, yeah, he probably is. He probably sold some dope because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I just, that was one of those. You, you going to jail? Something like that happens to you. You you going <laughs> you going to carry some anger around with you for the rest of your life? Because he because he probably got home to a, to another fresher one. It was a fresher because she just went to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. She took a six hour well rested. Rest. Yeah, She's well rested. She got up. She stretched out. Shadow boxed. Yep. <laughs> this is what we trained for. <laughs> got right back to it. Jesus Christ, we shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> it was a front face lock. We well, be you know, let's just hope the best happened for Brandon. Yeah, yeah. And, and Daniel, Mrs. Daniels. <laughs> My teacher, real teacher name. She just sat there. Well, she froze. Yeah, she yeah, froze. She, was she froze because <laughs> she was she was actually teaching addition. So <laughs> she was like, "Yeah." Well, there was some addition there. Oh yeah. Everybody count the hits. <laughs> <laughs> One hit, two hits, three hits, four Jesus. hits, Jesus, five hits. 
Yeah, that was back <laughs> in the day where the teacher just sat there and be like, well, it had to be done. I can't do nothing. You did. All right. Yeah. Back to class. All right. Everybody good? Everybody good? <laughs> Everybody good? Everybody oh, right? Jesus. Everyone yeah. they had a They had a meeting about her after. <laughs> yeah. What are we going to do about this situation <laughs> moving do? forward? You know what we should do? We should ban all scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnets, Timberlands, yeah. wife beaters, wife beaters, <laughs> easy spirit shoes, front headlocks, anybody we're that's front headlocks, anybody that smells like Avon lotion, all Guillot- of that. <laughs> guillotine chokes, we're banning those. Yeah, <laughs> DDT drops, we're banning that. We're, we're only beating people with with upright. <laughs> You're beating your kids upright when they can still have fr- their hands free. We're, we're banning all that. Brandon, is that blood on your face? Yeah, but it's just from my mom's scrubs. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, she had me a headlock. She had bloody scrubs on. Yeah. Bloody, bloody scrubs. Bloody scrubs. <laughs> I just can't believe it. Uh, we got to bring this one home. Listen, people, we had a great time with y'all today. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll blow it on them bloody scrubs. <laughs> Hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. As always, we enjoyed bringing it to you. Um, look out for Andy Klein uploading video. Pass them around when you see them. Yeah, I might never do it again. No, I'm <laughs> going to try to start doing it. Um, thanks again for listening to, for listening to for reading my writings. I appreciate you guys. Uh, do we need to go any? We plugged our shows a little bit we earlier. No. Yeah, that's uh, fine. But you know, if you guys, just that's listen. fine. I think y'all are good. Listen, rewind. Um, yeah, rewind. Yeah. You rewind. I think y'all are good. So y'all come on back on Monday. We'll be here for you. As always, we want to thank Mike B. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Just sitting in with us. <laughs> Hashtag. Gang, Hashtag gang. Gang, gang, gang. Green. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the name. But he, he's Gang, Gang. Gang, Green yeah. now. <laughs> it's just a slight evolution. It's just another nickname. It's just evolution. They're, giving, just more, evolution. they're giving us money. Yeah. So they're Gang Green. Or Thanks, guys. Gang, Gang Green. Yeah. We appreciate y'all. Look out for Woke Files. Or Gang Green some, Gang. There should be some there for you guys, I would think. Uncle Green. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Come on back. Monday. We'll be here. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I might be. Hey, we're three guys on. Gang gang. We are out. Listen, you just ain't gonna let me not come up here in a white beater and Timberlands. That's just I'm gonna do this. For face locks. 